you still have not made any money. TikTok. No, I mean, you tried eating in front of people. That didn't work. Well, they wouldn't pay me. <laughs> it was sensual eating, too. I thought people would like it if they saw yeah. some cream dribble down my None of, the, none of that sounds good to me. So yeah, the like, advertising never popped audience. up. I, I would hope not. Target audience is not my friends who are going to make fun of me for letting cream drizzle down my beard. Yeah, I mean, we can, you do that already. And we're not even paying for it. Exactly. I think that's the problem. Because <laughs> it happens too often. We already see it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Cold balance. Yeah, figure it out. Well, on that note, we are rolling. Hi. What up? We're rolling on episode 45. 46. I, I thought it was 45. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you said 45. I think it's 45. I actually, I honestly don't know. I said 44. It's episode 40 between 4 and 6. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. We're in the mid to late 40s. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, we're middle aged. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that you guys are listening again. Specifically, you two who we're talking are to. listening again. Who I am talking to because it'd be really sad if you stop listening because I am talking. To what you. was that? Damn! Did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have big news from the hostile gentleman. Do we? What big news do we have? You, you have didn't tell me about it. Oh, that's my news. That's big news. <laughs> that's not podcast news. That's news now. Yeah, it's definitely news. News now. It's been released. I do have a puppy as of less than twelve, less than twenty-four hours, and he is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. How to do it? Do you have, a name? have you figured out the name yet? No, I wanted to go with Eugene, but Michelle doesn't like it. She wants to go with Potato. Or something. Uh, We're gonna look over the my list of dog names. Uh, my main complaint with them though is just I can't fucking leave them alone for like, like to take a piss. Right. I can't. Like, there's certain things I can move out of the way. Yeah. Like the cat food. Yeah. And then you can't get to it, but I can't move the cats away. That's right. the problem. So I can go to the bathroom. He goes in the living room where all fucking cats are, and the cats are like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he runs up to them and they want to fucking swat him in the face. Oh, and that's still, my biggest fucking problem right they're, now. They're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I have a feeling that's going to go on for months. Most time he's just trying to play, isn't he? Yeah, he's he just not wants trying to hang to, out with Yeah, him. let's say. Yeah, he's just trying to be a dog. It's just cats being dicks. But the cats won't leave. <laughs> and that's their well, room. It's their, yeah, it's their room. They're like, oh, we're here first, bud. If I got past that, then it would be zero problems. Yeah. Because there's nothing for him to fuck with. Well, once he gets bigger, I'm sure the cats will be like, hmm. Hope so. I, I figured this guy hopefully they'll just figure it out after a minute. I mean, he seems like he's up for friends. Oh, yeah, he's a friendly little fucker. Yeah, he seems excited to make new cat friends. That's good. We already made friends with neighbor dogs. Nice. Pretty much everyone that he's come across. Well, he showed up Knuckles, from what you told me. Oh, yeah. yeah he barked at Knuckles, and Knuckles was like... <laughs> Which is hilarious. That is yeah. funny. <laughs> Three-year-old pit bull being scared. Yeah. This tiny whatever. Oh, yeah, by the way, my dog, I have no idea what the fuck he is. He's like yeah, maybe two, three months old. My friend found him on the side of the road yesterday. His two brothers and sisters got away. They got mine. 
I think you should name him after Martin. Oh, Martin said that. I know. Well, after you told me last night, I was like, man, that is kind of funny. It is. Martin's doing some funny shit. Uh, I guess I don't really need a show picture, but he's got a, a deer ass. You know, he mount a head of yeah. a deer. Okay. Currently, he's mounting the ass yeah. in front of his toilet, like a little bit higher ah. up. So when you're shitting, you can stare at the deer's ass. Nice. He's like, how's the dog? You know, I was like, annoying. I'm like, how are you? He's like, oh, look at this deer ass I'm about to mount. I feel like that's All a right. question you should never ask him. That is awesome. Because <laughs> I'll get some wacky responses. Yeah. Oh, you'll get some crazy. Yeah. off in front of the camera today. <laughs> yep. It's my goof on me. God, he's so oh, strange. No. Wild. So funny though. Oh, I can't think of the word. It's not GoFundMe. Only, only fans. Only fans. Well, I don't think I don't think dudes can do OnlyFans because when you try, when I tried to set up my information for the OnlyFans that I plugged heavily last week, uh, they basically said I can't attach uh, a way to make money because I identified as a male. You sure about a that? Female-based website. That's what I gathered. Mm. I never tried I it. I would hope not. I went on there yeah, once. What would you do in OnlyFans for? Uh, like working on cars, but like a little bit rougher than the average mechanic. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you taglines. <laughs> uh, yeah, just doing it shirtless and covered in oil. Yeah, it's like. Well, yeah, no, I'm, you can't take that. The shirtless thing's my idea. Well, the shirtless thing is everybody's idea. It's OnlyFans. No, it's mine. It's everyone's it's idea. It's my idea. There's not one person on OnlyFans that doesn't want to take their shirt off. I came up with the shirtless. Tell me, idea. show me one OnlyFans where they don't take the shirt off. Well, I've only seen girl-only fans. And they all take the shirt off. Well, they should be shirtless. Okay, so there the you go. The whole point of the service is to get naked. Right, so... Except I don't show my penis. Okay. I'd probably just do short shorts. Ooh. Tease them. Nice. <laughs> I do the compression boxers, but I don't usually show anything past the belly anyways. So it's just for your comfort. I mean, I will. If someone's going <laughs> to tip me like 10 bucks, I'll show them whatever they want. $10? So like, That's all you want? Look, I'm very broke. Wow. I realized I realized at your house last night that I haven't actually had a job, minus working at that weed shop, yeah. in eight months. Yeah, so a good amount of time. That's pretty intense. Yeah, I'm not not having a good time. You but, definitely have time to raise a puppy. But this week, I have, a, I have a new venture that I'm going to plug 30 times. Uh-oh. Uh, before is, you go, I just want to say about the OnlyFans. I've been on the website once, and how do you find a girl? Because I, I was I on know. there for a minute, and it's like this tiny circle thumbnail, and that's all you get. Hmm. Like, well, am I really even, interested in this girl when all I see is this little thumbnail that she chose? You can't even, like, search for a girl specifically, either. There's no search function. Yeah, it's just... That you makes have sense. to, like, you have to go directly from the link they provide. Ah, uh, Yeah, whatever so their slash like, name is. Yeah, okay. So I don't understand how the advertisement thing works. You just, like, have to be Instagram famous to become OnlyFans famous. Yeah, I guess. Or some type of other... Or Reddit or something. Yeah, something you can tag it in. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, it's a very, very strange website. I'm not a fan. Uh, I wonder oh, if the girl knows who you are. But like, you can they probably get the money. see your profile name. Yeah, whatever your profile is. Just like any... That's just kind of weird if it's your Facebook friend. Right. And they well, know. it's weird if it's your actual friend and you're like, Oh, dude, I've always wanted to see your titties. <laughs> and then it's like, well, now I can just pay for it. Yeah, but then you paid for your friend's tits. Hey, if it's a close friend and they're good tits, then you should have already seen them. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. Why not? People it's, do I, stupid it things. Weird. It's yeah, weird no go, matter what. You go swimming and, you know, dumb things happen. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, something pops the out. The tits just fall out in yeah. the water? Yeah. 
Sometimes. When? You know, when you like swimming. I love swimming. And there's, you know, drinking involved. My tits never fall out in the water. It's because you're not wearing a shirt. That's true. Or a bra. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, neither. I don't think I'd look good in a bra. It wouldn't make sense. It doesn't. No, I've it worn doesn't. a dress before, and I know I look good in a dress. You don't. I look great. Uh-huh. Wasn't there. You were there. It was a Halloween party. No. Yeah. That's when me and Barker got into a fight, because we both wear the same dress. God. Oh, outfits matching. <laughs> They're so aligned. Wow. <laughs> we got to do a huge wasted fight in the garage, and then he ripped my dress. <laughs> I was really upset. He Bitch. just ripped. He ripped right where the nipple was. Of course. So then it was just like a nipple tease the whole time <laughs> I was wearing it. I got really sad. Why would you get sad? Your nipples always tease people. This is before I became the nipple king. Oh, okay. This is pre nipple king status, Austin. See, that's what you should do the OnlyFans of is just your nip slips. No, there's still. I think there's still a Facebook group out there. Austin's uh, nip slips. It's something like that. <laughs> I do remember that. It, I know. I saw the yeah. zo- there was a bunch of zoomed in pictures of, on there that for a I while. I was banned from it. They like blocked me from it. I'm like, I'm not going to shut it down. I just want to <laughs> see my own photos of my nipple. <laughs> no, it's for everybody else, not you. The only time that ever became the only time I ever knew about that or found out about it or anyone talked about it was I went to uh, uh, Monday Night Raw with Christina and Lauren, and like I went out to have a cigarette, and this dude's like, whoa. Dude, are you, are you Austin? And I was like, yeah. He's like this dude wearing the ECW title. He's like, dude, I see your nipple all the time, bro. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, there's a Facebook group called Austin's Nipple. I thought you're that Austin. That's your oh, nipple, that's dude. Awesome. I see your nipple while you're yeah. here. That's and then awesome. I was like, no, I'm not going to show you my nipple. He's like, come on, dude. I'll do anything to see your nipple in person. It'd be see, so right dope. there. That's where you could have started it. I did. I, he gave me five bucks, and he let me take hold his title for the oh, photo. So I got five bucks, and I got to hold the title. But nice. he was like, you have to fucking pull the nipple out. There. Oh, you got to. What <laughs> in the fuck? It was so weird. But just think about it. If you would have rolled with that all the way through till now, you'd probably be famous for nip slips. That's not what I want to be famous for. I want to be famous for something I can control. Yeah, you can control. Well, you'd, have to start faking. Control. you'd have to start faking the nip slips. Sooner or later, it becomes, it becomes too much. I just think you could have made some quick cash. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's all I'm saying. It's it's, quick, quick yeah, moment. but like, it's just, is that really what I want to be known for at the end of the day? You know how hard it's going to be to move past the Nipple King gimmick? Yeah. It would have actually been easy. It probably would have just fizzled itself out. I might have already. Now that quarantine happened, yeah. I haven't been out in so long. Now, as long as I don't wear shirts that show my nipple anymore, it should be fine. Yeah, until next year when you show it again. So actually, it would have been, it would have been seasonal. So you could have ran that for a long time. Oh, just the summer? Yeah, just the summer nip slips for Austin's Austin. summer of sweaty nips. Yep. Occasionally so do just one little video for the just one winter, fall one. One yeah. winter nip. Yeah. Ooh, it's cold out. Yep. <laughs> See, that you could have done a lot with it, man. I liked it. When I was doing the juicing videos earlier this summer. Dude, I've done a lot of gimmicks this year. When I was doing the Juice Olympics videos, mm-hmm. I remember doing one. I did it shirtless and like both nips, obviously. Out and ready. Obviously. And then I got like eight messages from people just like, the Nipple King's back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Should have see. You should have did it. You had to run with it, man. I think it was Al who like messaged me. He's like, man, I miss seeing your random nipples at concerts, bro. <laughs> see you on stage moving gear. Got a little nip slip. Oh, always. <laughs> always. <laughs> That's a weird thing to be known for. <laughs> see, this is what I'm trying to move past it. With, oh, I get it. Now that I can finally announce it again, with my new venture, the at Dr. Underscore Hodge TikTok. 
Yep, he's TikTok. You can people. now see me on the tick of the talks. He's not toxic and he's TikToking. No, but I did tell Dave that in the future when I have my was it, or what what, what is like the talk talk before the tick or something? Oh yeah, you're behind the talk. Yeah, behind the talk storyline <laughs> and talk about all this past history. <laughs> How I was the nipple king at one point. I started the Juice oh, Olympics okay. campaign. Yeah, you got got a lot to talk about. We're on Juice Olympics too now. It's a whole thing. Anyways, I'm digressing. We promised Nagy that he can start this episode of this story because it's been two weeks that we skipped him. And he's been trying to say the same story. story. Oh, yeah. It has been three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah, so we're going to let... Well, yeah. So <clears throat> we are going to let you start. All right. We can make sure we hear your story. And then I have a story specifically for you. Very afterwards. Good. All right. So I'm going to be reading from Christina Chavez. Is February 20th, 2019 article called 19 Groundbreaking Discoveries by Women that Were Credited to Men. Ah. Okay. Men take a lot of shit. Men do take a lot of shit. It's a hard life being a man. But, I don't mean it like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think they, you took like, it that steal, the wrong way. Steal a lot of shit from women <laughs> yeah. and yeah, specifically white men. Men take a lot of shits. <laughs> That's true. I try to do twice a day at least. Got we to. definitely take more than women who take zero. Yeah, they always talk about not taking shits, but they take shits. They don't. I know you and Nagy don't believe it, but they do. Women do not take shits. No, the, the, the bigger ones do. The attractive ones do not. See? You're talking about the petite ones like Uma Thurman? I only say it because I'm staring Uma at Thurman her. Uma Thurman is not attractive. You Uma really Thurman is definitely attractive. Not to me. I've never been attracted to Well, she's to not Thurman. ugly. I never said she was ugly. She's not attractive. There's two different things. She wouldn't take a shit. Actually, you know what? Uma Thurman probably would take a shit. She talks a lot. With the amount of cocaine and booze that she's put into her system. At least according to Pulp Fiction. I believe that is her actual life, is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, just shit. I don't think she's even playing a character. I always, remind, I always go back to Uma Thurman as Kill Bill, or in Kill Bill. She's still doing cocaine. Yeah, but it was different. That's when she's got the like sexy, bloody nose without doing blow. Yeah, it's not hot. It's hot. No, it's not. She's not hot. She's in a leather jumpsuit. Oh. She's not hot. You could put some better right, in fine, that jumpsuit. Fine, we can talk about Angelina Jolie's nipples. I mean, they're everywhere. She's stealing your gimmick. Yeah, she is stealing my gimmick. I mean, she had. Well, no, she's got a shirt on completely. Technically, mine's a slip. Hers is like intentional. Show me your nips with a wet shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a see-through shirt on that poster. Oh, that was wet. Yeah, it's just see-through. Just, even why even wear a shirt? Where do you even buy a see-through shirt at? Probably uh, Lovers Lane. Ah, touche. <laughs> Intimate ideas. Ah, there you go. Is that another sex shop? Mm-hmm. Adamandeve.com. That that's the sponsors. That's the internet. Yeah. I feel oh, like yeah, Adam you, and Eve sponsors should. everybody. Yeah, they should sponsor us. They really sponsor everybody. And we could make some raunchy commercials for you. Oh, for sure. Why not? Adam or Eve, if you're listening. Give us a call. <laughs> or a text. All right, I'm listening. I got to bring it up to uh, Eve, though. Let's see what she has to say. Let us know. Yeah, yeah so like, you contact. should text us in our group chat and let us know. <laughs> I'll screenshot her response. There we go. They'll probably be like, "Fuck you! Bring home dog food." That's not Eve. That's not Eve. It's Michelle. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, it's a good thing Michelle doesn't listen to this to know that you have uh, Eve on the side. Yep. Listen to the first two episodes. Has not listened and we're in forty whatever. That's funny. She doesn't. She's not a fan of my work. Yeah, well, you know. She's like Kevin Smith's wife. Exactly. That's why I brought that <laughs> up. Refuses to let it play. Yep. 
Yeah, you told me a great Whatever. But let's go with your story before we get off track. Okay. Christina Chavez says, being a woman can be tough. We make less money as women, <laughs> face constant sexism, and have to deal with periods once a month. Damn. And on top of that, these women had to deal with getting no credit at all for their hard work. So let's set the record straight once and for all. From we feed to diapers, it turns out we can thank women for a lot. Woo! That's two Duh. things. I mean, I would assume they would have invented a diaper. Right, the man doesn't need to change the baby. I mean, nowadays he does. Just but let it when... sit naked in a tub. That's what my Ideally, mom that would be a good idea. Who said kitchen sink? Well, all right. We could have made it more elaborate, but yeah. When my mom wanted to take a nap, she would put me in the kitchen sink with a toy. That's and fine. And just go sleep. Yeah. No, just shit and piss in the sink. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I would have put you in a Home Depot bucket. I actually feel like I'd have more fun, but I'd probably suffocate somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that wide. <laughs> I wasn't that wide as a baby. Well, I'm just saying it's not really room to do, like, backstrokes or anything. No, you probably would have. Also, the sink wasn't filled. It was an empty sink. Oh, I would have hmm. filled it. No, she's not going to just put a baby <laughs> soaking in water. What if I fell over? Not my problem. That is true. It makes you stronger. <laughs> it would make me dead. It would, make, it would force you to learn how to push yourself up. <laughs> Well, he's either going to die or he's... Well, he's dead. <laughs> oh, 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 there it goes. So we're going to start this off with Heidi or Hedy. Her whole name is fucking whack. H-E-D-Y, Hedy. And then H-E-D-Y? Lamar was... Yeah, Hedy. Hedy, Heidi. And then her last name is Lamar with an extra R. Lamar. But she looks Hedy good. Lamar. Yeah. She looks oh, good. Yeah, actually. Classic sexy. I'm going to call her Hedy Lamar. Hedy Lamar. I mean, we have like one paragraph and then she never comes back up. Okay. But right. she invented wireless communication. Wow. Hollywood actor Hedy Lamar should actually be the person credited with the invention of wireless communication. During the Second World War, Heidi worked closely with George Antile to develop the idea of frequency hopping, which would have prevented the bugging of military radios. Hmm. Unfortunately, the U.S. Navy ignored her patent and later used her findings to develop new technologies. Years later, her patent was rediscovered by a researcher, which led to Hedy Lamar receiving the Electronic Frontier Foundation Award before her death in 2000. That's a thing? Frontier Foundation. Yeah, the old EFFA. She was an actress and then made Wi-Fi. Or wireless. Yeah. The idea of wireless communication. Yeah, yeah. So just not necessarily idea. Wi-Fi. Yeah, she just made the idea of wireless communication. Frequency hopping. So she was an actress. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that you don't have to be dumb to be an actress or an actor. You could be smart. It was a different day and age. Actors have free, so much free time. Yeah. They can raise puppies and, you know, invent wireless communications. You can raise puppies. But they still pay somebody else to do it because they got money. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You want me to be your puppy trainer? I got nothing to do. That's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how things develop. Next, we got on our list... Alice Ball. She cured leprosy. Any relation to Lucille Ball? Mm, Crystal Ball. Mm, Okay. Like the object? Yeah, the basket ball. She invented the crystal ball? No, she was related to the crystal ball. Oh, okay. She's held one before. Is she a witch? Um, I don't know. We're going to find out in this paragraph. Okay. 
Oh, uh, she was a young chemist, so no. Okay. <laughs> she was a young chemist. Well, I mean, that could I mean, chemistry back in the witch. day, you could have been a, a sorcerer. Yeah, she could have made chemistry was back stuff. way back when. Witches make yeah, potions. Yeah, that's a chemist, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was a young uh, witch mm-hmm. at Kalihi Hospital in Hawaii who focused on Hansen's disease, also known as leprosy. Oh, Her like research sought to find a cure for the disease by figuring out how to inject chalmogra oil directly into the bloodstream. Topical treatments Ooh. worked, but had side effects patients were not interested in. Okay. I'm not sure what they were. Sadly, Ball <laughs> became sick and returned home where she died in 1916. Arthur Dean took over a study and Ball became a memory until a medical journal now referred to the Ball Method. Her oh. method was used for over two decades all over the world to cure the leprosies. Did she die of leprosy? Because that'd be ironic. I just said she became sick. Oh. Probably. Why? That's pretty cool, though. Like, you had a method. People used it up until, you know. Well, they didn't, and then they finally did. Yeah, but at least they finally did it. Right. She became famous after dying. I mean, which they said they only used it for two, two decades? Is that what I said? I two so. decades all over the world to cure the disease. Yeah, I wonder years. if they just found something better. Uh, yeah, after a while, you, medicine just advances. Right. I mean, it's just like a lot of things. You know, they don't put metal hips in people anymore because metal hips were horrible. What, really? Old school metal hips. Then they also, they started, they did ceramic hips at one point. They don't do that Damn, anymore. They want a metal hip. Now they no, do, like, now they do fancy metal. You know, the, the extra fancy metals that Tungsten. polymer science. So they still go off at a, at a metal detector? No. Oh, really? No. Ooh. That's what makes it fancy. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's Sir, sucks. could you take your hip off? It's making the alarm go off. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom had like a knee, like a metal knee or something. The old ones, plate. yeah. The old yeah. replacements. So every time we went to the fucking airport, like I got pulled over for random screening. She had to do that fucking bullshit where they're like, we can't walk through a metal detector. Yeah. So it was like, we had to show up three hours early for every fucking flight. Yeah. A pain in the ass. They're like, oh, she was so intimidating looking. She's definitely in a hijack this point. Yeah, seriously, dude. Yeah, she can she's barely got... fucking walk as it is. <laughs> no, yeah, they, they just assumed she had something stashed in her leg. Well, they would always pull me aside because they're like, oh, he's definitely going to blow up this plane. Yeah. Well, he's you're... using this old cripple lady as defense. Yeah, you're brown. Right. Yeah. I'm usually the guy that gets pulled over, but there was a guy that was in the line behind me. Well, he might have been in front of me. Either way, he just looked like your average dude. Short blonde hair, like the buzz cut, mm-hmm. wearing an orange North face jacket. Of course. You know, just your average ass fucking dude. Wasn't this... Name's we probably to... Joe. Did that happen when we went to Maine? Someone else behind us got pulled too? That actually might have been the time. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, like, they're like, sir, could you step aside? And I was like, what? What? They're not talking to me? <laughs> like, they picked that guy? I'm like, holy shit, that's the first fucking time. First time. Because Michelle thought I was joking of fucking three times we fought flown together. She's always just like... A hundred feet away, just watching me, just getting patted down and shit. I'm like, yeah, every time. I'm not kidding. It's every time. Yep. Except for that time. That was fucking awesome. you look like a stoner. Which is fine. Look like a dumb stoner who would, like, try to bring the weed with him. Yeah. And they're just like, he, I know he's got it hidden somewhere. <laughs> they always want to get away with it. The one oh, time, they thought I had a fucking bomb. It was my power supply that starts oh, my machines up. tattooing? And they're like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, it's for tattooing. It powers up things. Without that, I can't, like, have electricity <laughs> come to my machine. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you just explain how it all works? I'm like, God damn it. Well, the AC current runs yeah, through this 15 fucking, fucking metal minutes. plate. Well, you know how you plug something in. <laughs> this is what that is. This is what you do. Sir, you know there's no outlets on a plane. Correct. But, but I will know, be working somewhere in else. a different state. Yeah. Why didn't you pay the $50 for a luggage? 
Because it's backpacks are easier to carry. Exactly. Uh, this is just TSA's for. idea. That's what they think, man. I get I pulled I get pulled to the side all the time. Every single time. Yeah, the only time I ever bring a suitcase is like going overseas. Yeah, and that's rare. I, I most of the time I can get away with like a good eight days with just my backpack and like a small case. Well, don't you 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 stay with like a your like a extended family or whatever over there, right? So they probably got washer and dryer and stuff. Oh, I don't clean anything. I just oh. know how to pack. Oh. Yeah, word. <laughs> no, always backpack and a small carry-on. I usually can get away with it. I've gotten up to 10 days in there. Unless I'm going somewhere cold, then it sucks. Because you got jackets and all that other shit. But. I remember one time I did a flight. I had uh, three record bags tied to my backpack, like mm. hanging off it with like, I don't know, 40 pounds in records. Yeah. Plus my backpack filled with clothes and then my guitar with me filled with shit inside it. And like they are like, sure, it's... This is all your carry-on stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, sure is. Yep, this is what I'm carrying. <laughs> They're cool with it. Uh, I, I I always get caught because I bring um a bar of soap because I like soap on a rope when mm. I go to like hotels and stuff so I can keep my soap you with really me. You really got a patent this. So I got a soap. No, what? Soap on a rope? Yeah. That's been around for decades. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the only person I know that does it. Yeah, I have it for traveling purposes. I have a you drill the hole in it? It already is on the rope. Oh, you don't do it yourself? No, I buy it with the rope in it. Well, you should DIY it, and then you can no, sell it your No, because then they own. already... Uh, another comp- soap company already makes... Literally, you take a square bar of soap, and you put it in this little loofah-style kind of contraption that has a rope on it. Oh, so it's a loofah and a bar of soap. Soap and a rope. Crazy. That's a whole thing. Yeah, but they always think it's like C4. They're like, you know that looks like oh, a plastic explosive. I was like, truthfully, officer, I didn't know what a plastic explosive was until you showed me that. So also, now I know exactly what a plastic. know exactly what a plastic explosive looks also, like. Also, why are you just? Why, like your first assumption you see this guy is like, that's definitely C four. <laughs> that's what, like he just assumed it was an. He's like, you know, this looks like an explosive with the size of it and how dense it is. I was like, well, now I do. Like, or, literally, I was just like, now I do. Thank you. Or it's a bar of soap. <laughs> well, you should. And then he goes, well, you should probably cut it in half next time. I was like. So it's a smaller explosive? Like, <laughs> yeah, plus, so plus what, how are you going to have the other half of the soap and then I'm ruining the on one. the rope? Exactly. I'm like, you just ruined the whole idea of soap on a rope if you cut it in half. Like, Man, sometimes these TSA officers. Oh, this is wild, man. One time I did fuck up. I had a, a butter knife. Uh, I, I, I ate a bagel earlier that week, and I brought a, a metal knife with right, me yeah, so yeah. I could butter my bagel. Right. I completely forgot because it got like underneath, like the the pockets yeah. where you zip them apart, and there's like a little thing on the bottom. Yeah. Why the fuck did you bring a butter knife, dude? I, no, I I don't remember. I, <laughs> like remember one time, no idea that was in there. One time I got stopped for having the inside of my uh, Zippo lighter in it. Yep. Because you can't have like the butane and the flint, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they stopped me, interrogated me in the back, wondering why I had this, and I was like, "Dude, I didn't even know this was against the law." And they're like, "Why do you have this? What is this Zippo important?" I was like, "Well, firstly, it's uh, an expensive lighter, and also it's Black Sabbath's logo on this lighter. So yeah, it's pretty fucking cool." Yeah, I like. They're it. like, "Well, you got to throw it out." And I was like, "How about I just take the fucking inside of it and throw it away?" So it was this whole fucking thing for like twenty minutes. I was getting interrogated, whatever. I threw it out, kept the shell or whatever and then I get to the next spot as soon as I open my backpack I had a fucking full on pocket knife (laughs) I was like what the fuck (laughs) whoops (laughs) yep I walked up to security still had mine on my side 
and I forgot all about it. Oh, I was like, I hate son of a bitch. I, luckily, I was early, so I had to take the shuttle back to the green lot because Ooh. it was one of my expensive knives. It was like a $40 knife, and I was oh, like, yeah. I got to take this back. <laughs> well, fucking Finland took my Yeti. Oh, that was pointless. That was fucking terrible. That makes no sense. I know. You can't have water bottles. No, <laughs> there's no water in it. You literally are allowed to have water bottles for the preservation of not using plastic bottles. Yeah, so it's empty. They're like, yo, you can't bring it in a water bottle in here. They just didn't like you. They got so mad, but I was like, you just want my fucking Yeti. Yep. And they were like, sir, you could not talk to us like this. Oh, no, we know what you want. Mm-hmm. Nice invention. invention number three. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about Marion Donovan, who invented the disposable diaper. Disposable? Yeah, this is a history lesson on what they She's used to She's the use. reason why the incinerator downtown always smells like shit when, they're, when they burn. Mm-hmm. Right what was it before? Uh, cloth diapers? Yeah. Um, in the 1940s, yeah, new mothers it. had a very few options for diapers. They were cloth. Yep. And that was pretty much it. The daughter of an inventor, Marion's, first patent was actually for a diaper cover. She later added buttons, limiting the need for safety pins. Her original disposable diaper was made with shower curtains, with her final one made from nylon parachute cloth. Wow. This new method helped cho- keep children and clothes cleaner and drier, not to mention helping with rashes. Now but my- of course, diapers, diaper companies at first ignored her patent. Okay, so my question is, was it Johnson or Johnson who stole it? We're <laughs> ah. Pampers. Or Pampers. I'm curious, I just like Johnson and Johnson. I'm curious how many babies... Or on average, before 1940, how many times a baby would get poked by that safety pin? That's what I was thinking when he said that, too. Stupid baby. Stupid baby. <laughs> I blame the baby. Don't touch it. Are those the only three inventions you got? Oh, no, I didn't know you were ready. Oh, yeah. So I you're going to really, say something about safety pins. I don't really care about babies. Yeah, we don't got much else going on about diapers. Yeah, babies are pretty fucking lame. None of us have them. So, so. this article I'm going off of, all they don't show me any photographs of what they look like except for... All I get is ads. Mm-hmm. So ads are perfect. And then, like, we saw, like, the one photograph. Yeah. Um, this lady looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> she looks like a, what are you talking about? She looks like an idiot. She looks smart as fuck. Yeah. She's actually, uh, oh, yeah, she does do something important. But she doesn't come up yet. Now I got one that doesn't have a photograph. Okay. Her name is Elizabeth Maggie Phillips. She invented Monopoly. Oh, hey. Really? Hmm. The invention of everyone's, fav- everyone's favorite... That's a bold claim. The invention of a board game has been created to credited to Charles Darrow, who sold it to Parker Brothers in 1935. But it was Elizabeth Maggie Phillips who came up with the original inspiration, naming it the Landlord's Game in 1903. Ironically, she designed the game to protest against monopolists like Andrew Carnegie and John Rockefeller. Nice. Oh, the irony. That makes sense. Also ironic. Also. Monopoly sounds way better than the landlord game. Like honestly, yeah. landlord like, game. well, Monopoly is a, definitely a sales fucking name. Oh, for sure. But uh, uh, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? The uh, landlord game, isn't it? Losing it. Uh, you oh, love, it is not. You love it Monopoly. is definitely not the funnest board game. Yeah, that was that was whatever her name's. I will definitely say article writer when it came opinion. out. It probably was a very Scrabble's better. Yeah, but. <sighs> I was going to say Yahtzee's way better, if but Yahtzee's somebody, not it's technically not a board. board. Game. Yeah, there's no board. I know. I know. <laughs> That's why I didn't say it. I just feel like if I was to ask somebody, if I said, name a board game. Life. Yeah, but I, I, those, like, Monopoly's going to be in the, one of the top five things that somebody says. Monopoly, sorry, life. Not sorry. I would risk. say. Risk. Eh. 
Why would you say sorry? Sorry's huge. Checkers. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows checkers, checkers and chess are very <laughs> straightforward. I just don't even think of them as board games. They're on a board. I know they are, but like <laughs> it's just a whole different category. How? It's a strategy-based board game. Because when I think of board game, I think of like this elaborate presentation, which I guess chess would be. It can be, depending on how you have your chess. It's just a type it's of competition. Yeah. I always thought it was, when I was younger, I thought it was bored. Like, you're bored out of your mind. <laughs> board games. Yeah, I'm bored. Let's play <laughs> that's a game. What, that's what I used to think of when I was a kid. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all I did when I was bored was play board games. Yeah, anytime I was sitting there, I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck to do. My mom's like, let's play Monopoly. And I'm like... Damn. That takes eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> so I'd rather sit here and do nothing. Yep. I was like, uh, well, my friend down the street just got an N64, so that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> like, yeah, as, soon, as soon as I got my first video game system, I yeah. was like, who plays board game? <laughs> However, I always liked Risk. Really? I never got into Risk. I liked Risk. I always, I think I played it wrong all the time. Probably. But uh, I liked it as a, a good kid. fun. What, did you try to make Palestine win all the time? Not for Palestine. <laughs> Plus, I don't think you can't even just have the individual countries of the Middle East. I think it's, it's just, just yeah, the it's Middle regions. East. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to Vera Rubin, the one with the silly face. Rubin. Vera Rubin. Vera Rubin. She hopes she invented. Oh, that's when you showed us. Yeah, she just has this big wheel that's bigger than her hand, and she's looks like she's looking it. into it. She uh, invented the turkey. Ruben. What is that called? She's not looking into shit. She's I don't just see her looking a big at wheel. Let me see it again. I'm seriously blind. She's oh. looking straight. I thought she was looking oh, into a one microscope? of those. Yeah. <laughs> one of those? Well, I thought there was like a different term. Microscope or it's telescope. Just, it's a turtleneck short sleeve with a bunch of flowers all over it. I thought microscope's just the handheld ones. That's a monocle. No, with the handle. Oh, that's a, a microscope. No, it's not a microscope. <laughs> That's the magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a microscope. It's been a long week. <laughs> All right. I'm on TikTok now. I don't right. need to know these things. That's true. That's true. All you need to know is, you know, e-boy and e-girl stuff. At Dr. Hunter's underscore. God damn it. Well, there it is. He just lost. <laughs> <laughs> he lost at, the game of TikTok. At Dr. Underscore Hodge for amazing TikTok songs. And on to Hostile Gentleman, Vera Rubin's Dark Matter Invention. Is an astrophysicist who confirmed the existence okay. of dark matter in the atmosphere. You're telling okay. me that's not a microscope then? Uh, it might That'd say the word. telescope. She worked with the astronomer Kent Ford had to look up in, in the first. 60s and 70s <laughs> when he discovered the reasoning behind stars moving outside of the galaxy. She's dubbed a national treasure. What wow. remains without a Nobel Peace Prize because, well, you can guess why. That's how the paragraph Because she's a woman. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Even though women have well, definitely won the Nobel now. Peace Prize. Now they have. I wonder when the first woman won one. That's a good question. I could, I could Google that. Okay. But I'm not going <laughs> to. Maybe right in the middle of one of your stories. <laughs> Throw it out there. there you if go. you remember. Now we got Margaret Knight. She invented... Is it like Suge Knight? Like K-N-I-G? Uh, she has a picture. She's wearing a white dress in front of a white background, so it looks like she's just a floating face with she a lot doesn't of really, hair. She's really not sure if she should be smiling or <laughs> who might, she's even looking at. Might be one of those old-time photos where it takes too long. That could be. Margaret Knight invented square-bottomed paper bags. 
Woo. Square Sick. bottom paper bags. <laughs> so like lunch bags. Uh, in like, 1868, Knight invented a machine that folded and formatted flat square bottom brown paper bags. She built a wooden model of the device, but couldn't apply for a patent until she made an iron model. Oh, While the, the model device. was being developed in the shop, a man named Charles Annan stole the idea and patented it. Though he received credit for it, Knight filed a lawsuit and finally the one the rights to it just three years later. Okay, because How at exciting. first I thought when you said she built a model, I was like, she built a wooden paper bag? Like, that That's makes no sense. Yeah, but no, the, the the machine that did it. So her objective was to make grocery shopping of paper easy. Bags. Bottom paper bags. My husband cannot go to lunch without this square paper bag, and it takes too long for me to fold She's the reason why I have so many Whole Foods bags that I get to burn. I'll give her that. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Well, got, no, because they still could have used... Well, yeah. Huh, weird. I wonder who put the handles on it. Because there's a whole different person. She just made the square bottom paper Right, bag. she made the standard lunch bag. Who put the handle on it? A, a genius. A, ge- a genius. He didn't glue it too well, though. It okay. has to be a heat. <laughs> you know a woman wasn't sitting there like, gotta put a handle. This needs handles. <laughs> mm. Next we got uh, a doctor who's wearing... Um, military outfit. Military doctor. Dr. Grace Murray Hopper invented computer programming language. Holy shit. Hopper created the first computer language compiler tools to program the Harvard Mark I computer. She's probably like a doctor in terms of like went to school for a long time. Yeah, not like an actual nurse. Maybe. She invented IBM's computer that was often used for World War II efforts. Though it's noted in history that John von Neumann initiated the computer's first program, Hopper is the one who invented the codes to program it. One of the uh, programming languages she pioneered, COBOL, is widely used today. Really? Hmm. That's pretty insane. That's the yeah, doctor. That language still exists. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I never understood it. I don't read COBOL. <laughs> <laughs> I only read binary. Duh. Zero, one, zero, one. Because I'm non. It's eight. Eight numbers. All zeros and ones. Eight, eight numbers? Eight digits. Eight digits, all zeros and ones. That's hexadecimal. No, that's binary. Yeah, the binary... What's hexadecimal, though? It's two digits. It's zeros well, and ones. you have a decimal point in there. No, it's hexadecimal. Right. You don't need the... De- binary doesn't have a decimal point. No, but there's no decimal point. It's eight digits. No, it's just decimal point. Zero one one zero. No, you're still missing. You're still missing four numbers. <laughs> oh, it has to be eight every time. Yeah, I thought it was like the Matrix where you just have numbers floating around. No, it's them. always eight digits of zeros and ones. Yeah, but if you That's have a lot them, of work. you can still have them floating everywhere. Just eight means one phrase. Eight every eight digits is one letter. Yeah, that's what it is. Wow, that's a lot of work. It is. They could just one with like ones. one. That's and why in the matrix everything two. is zeros and ones. Well, no, because if you have it set like that, the computer only has to register two items. The whole point of zeros and ones is it's it's the same thing as on and off. So the computer only has to know yes or no. It just need, that's the command it needs to yeah. know. So or instead, if you need to find one, two, as soon as you hit ten, it has so to decipher it, between one and zero. Right. So if it sees three offs and four ons, it knows that it's a six. Yeah. Or actually five ons, but then it knows it's a six. And we still use this system. Yep. Sounds like shit. We'll always <laughs> use this system. 
Uh, why do the people that have the sex with each other call themselves zeros and ones? Oh, they're not. They're non-binary. Oh, they're not zeros and yeah. ones. Because we, we are non-binary. Are, no, we're not. Are we? Non-binary means that you don't apply to a certain area. So you're a zero, I'm a one, or you're a one, I'm a zero. They are non-binary. They do not fit in either yeah, one of our no groups. genders. I just don't understand. No, you're a <laughs> cisgender male. No gender. We've gone over this before. You're still a cisgender male. You identify as a male and you sex women. That means you're cisgender male. Identify as a Novi gender. Sir. You're not non-binary. All right. <laughs> it's a difference. I just don't understand it at all. <laughs> um, this one means nothing to me. Carice Crosby invented the modern bra. Once upon a time, there was a rebellious gal who was oh. tired of wearing corsets. Inters caress Crosby, who developed the bra. She was the first to acquire the patent for the modern bra, also known as a backless brassiere. Yeah, it's often left in the shadows because she sold her patent to the Warner Brothers Corset Company. No what shit. The Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers she Corset She looks like she just has an A cup. That's probably she why she didn't like want to wear a corset. She didn't want to wear a corset. Even though it would have pushed him up at least. Right. It's got to be painful. Well, then that'd make him look perkier. Why would she not? Why would she want to be an A cup? Because she didn't want to suffocate her ribs all the time. That makes sense. I'm talking about why would she not want to be like a B or a C cup? I don't know. Ask women. It gets in the way of their jogging. I don't know. I don't know. Back problems. Back then, they weren't allowed to jog. I, t- I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't wear a bra. We already just established you don't wear a bra. I don't, or corsets. I don't know like why women want to have smaller boobs. I, don't get it. <laughs> I just don't understand it. But that's not for me to understand. I just appreciate the boobs. All the boobs. Mm-hmm. If they are willing to show them to you, it's appreciated. Or sell them, it's whatever. It's appreciative. you got to make your money, ladies. Okay. I've been to a strip club. I mean, that's selling yeah. your boobs. Yeah, that's one way to sell your boobs. So... Is that edgy now to say you've been to a strip club? No. Is it too? Is it like still too weird, or is it still pro strip club in twenty twenty? No, people still go to strip clubs. It's just dudes going to. According to Rob, he's he was making bank before the second shutdown. That makes sense. The cisgenders. I'm just always confused if the women are like, "Oh my god, strippers are gross." Still, or like if they're yeah, girlfriends say that. No, they still. There's a lot of girls that still think there's the girl power aspect to it because they are in control of making money. Such a strange world. Yeah, it all depends on the girl. It's still a 50-50 shot. Like, some girls agree with it. Some girls love going and hanging out with their boyfriends there. Some girls don't do it. I don't think I would have, If I'm dating someone, I don't want to go with that girl to a strip club. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just feel like it's weird. Yeah. Do you know you're not going to get a blowy in the back with your girlfriend there? That is true. Unless your girlfriend's into watching you get blowies or... Which also, because then that's a whole she might, thing, like... She might learn the proper way to give you a blowie. Oh, blowy. yes. See, my, my issue with, like... My issue with that whole scenario is, like, if the girl's cool with watching you get blown or whatever, yeah. I feel like the girl also expects to be cool with her fucking someone else. And not like, necessarily. That's, that's not cool. But not necessarily. Some people get off because of voyeurism. I know it's possible, but yeah. that's my, girl my stance on that's it. That's just more jealousy involved. That's just your brain. I would not be able to handle that situation. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying that's to say. That's your own personal, yes. internal issues. Yeah, I'd roll up a newspaper and smack the dude on the nose and say, no, <laughs> no. While he's baggage, what are you doing? Get out of here. Hit him on the nose. 
Yeah, just don't do that. So <laughs> Ada Harris, this is a, a very bad picture of her. Horrible photo. Well, it's not even a photograph. Like it's like a drawing. Yeah, yeah it's a real drawing. shit drawing. Uh, she invented the hair straightener. Marcel Gratu is often credited for the invention of the hair straightener, but it was Harris who first claimed the patent for it in 1893. Gratu made his claim to fame with the curling iron around 1852, and we certainly know there's a difference. There is a difference. Yes, we do know there's a difference. One curls, one straightens. Yep. You can use a curling iron to straighten your hair, but it takes a very long time. But they both heat up, and you could burn someone with either one. It takes a really long time. Our next also, photograph. I don't want to hear. Okay. <laughs> right. Our next photograph um, <laughs> on this board behind this uh, um, lady, it says A A T P squiggly line G A L plus P plus A D P, and then squiggly line I P squiggly line with two lines through it U D P gal. Plus, and her face is in the way. I have no idea what the fuck is happening on the board behind her. Oh, well, she's doing math. like a, a, some type of algebra. It's an equation of some she's, sort. She's wild. Her name is Esther. She Esther looks like an Wetterberg. Esther. Yeah, she definitely studied Albert Einstein. And she looks like an Esther. Yeah. She invented microbial genetics. Cool. Wetterberg played a large part sure. in determining how <laughs> genes are regulated, along with the process of making RNA from DNA. She often collaborated with her husband, Joshua Wetterberg, on their work on microbial genetics. But it was Esther who discovered the lambda phage, a virus that infects E. coli bacteria. Despite their collaboration, her husband claimed the what? 1958 Nobel Prize for um, physiology or medicine for discoveries on how bacteria mates. So oh, that's f- got to be an awkward power dynamic. They don't have a power dynamic. The husband's just like, well, I got the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, She's yeah. Like, it was your Nobel Peace Prize. Work. True. True. Or it was one of those things where they were like, well, the only way we're going to actually get approval for anything is if we put your face on it, honey, because we know that it's a male You know that world. he always had that in his back pocket, though. Oh, he knew he was going to. Yeah, he he planned on definitely being the face of everything. No, they got in a fight. He was, always yeah, had. I don't think like, so. Doesn't if he really have wanted to, to bring her down, he was like. Doesn't necessarily have to be. The peace prize is in my name. Mm hmm. Right in the middle of an argument? Yeah, yeah, and then she doesn't have sex with him. You always got to have a way to win. Yeah, but she always wins because she's not having sex with him. Is that really how you win? That's how they win. Mm. Is sex everything? Okay, you have, you have a lady. And she tells you that you're not having sex for the next seven weeks. That's a long time. Just saying. What happens then? Are it's you? Ne- are, you're never going to fight that hard. Are you upset about it? Yes. Okay. So she won. Well, that's seven weeks, though. That's a ridiculous just, number. I'm just saying. If it was for the night, I'd be like, whatever. Nope. Next four weeks. Mm-hmm. Women can self-sustain for a long period of time. Not true. They get blue balls as well. Yeah, they do. But they also have a lot more will to not have, not get upset about not having sex. You get a lot more upset about not having sex more than they do. Well, that's because what else am I going to fucking do? Exactly. So she wins at the end of the day. Well, Every time she has that argument. I need to go to bed. Like, yep. Someone's got to come. Right. So then she says no. She's tired. Happens. I, so think, I think I could handle it. No, you couldn't. I'd rather win the fight. Depends on the fight. Yeah, it did no. There was a fight over like sh- I'm better at cooking, and then she's like, "I won't fuck you for three weeks because you think you're better." And I'll be like, "Okay." No, you wouldn't. I'm better at cooking. You wouldn't because she's still gonna be laying there next to you naked. 
Well, then that's her fault. She's going to antagonize you. Like, that's the whole point of winning the argument. If she's laying there naked and then we end up having sex, then No, she's I've not going to have sex. She's doing it to make you mad. She will have sex. She won't. <sighs> you ever did the test of how long it can last before she tries to do it? Until she breaks? It's well, a horrible not having sex. Like, to actually do the opposite and try to be like, oh, well, you're not getting any dick tonight. I've <laughs> <laughs> never said those words before. I've heard. I mean, I, a few times I've been like, oh, have them spin in, get the fuck away from me. Oh, yeah, definitely. There Being are too new, drunk or something like that. There are many times where the last girl I was with initiated sex first. Okay. Is that I mean, what you're talking about? No, you say no. you don't want to do it tonight. You being the I've well, only said it probably like five times. But oh, you being you the woman it. and like that's just being hammered. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's also like we've had sex already, and then she was like, "Let's go again." I'm like, "Fuck no!" But not to win an <laughs> argument. Way that's too what tired. I'm saying. Oh no! Well, I, why would I use that? This has nothing to do with argument. That is, I'm saying. What about the flip? What if you? Plus, flipped I also it? usually try to have arguments to have sex. That doesn't make any sense. It's a better type of sex. No. Next inventor, please. You the, saw a picture of a. Uh, you want to see a picture of? Jocelyn Bell Bernal? Sure. She's standing in front of a thing. Looks like a satellite. Looks like a Ferris wheel from over here. Who knows? <laughs> she invented pulsars. Pulsars. Pul- pulsar? Pul- pulsars? Like sonar? Something astronomy uh, related. Jacqueline Bell Bernal discovered regular radio pulses while working oh. as a research assistant at Cambridge. That was close. After showing the discovery of the pulses to her advisor, the team worked together to uncover what they truly were, neuron stars, also known as pulsers. Bernal received zero credit for her discovery. Instead, her advisor, Anthony Hewish and Martin Ryle, received the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1974. Damn, dude. Damn. But Ooh, just get snubbed on that Nobel Peace Prize. Fucking neuron stars. Holy shit. How many more inventors you got? Uh, we're on 12 of 19. There you go. Man. Remember when I was going to do just the, the main inventions? There's just so many hundreds of them just like that. Pulsars. I'm like, I don't use pulsars in my normal life. I don't even use a bra or disposable diapers. True. I use Wi-Fi, wireless communication. Yep, yep. So right. far, everything, straightening irons, no. This one I definitely don't use. Nope, no straightener in my This life. is nuclear physics was an invention by Qian Xiang Wu. Nuclear physics. She so she invented, invented oh. a, like... Something that's already PhD here. class. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like nuclear physics didn't exist before her. We'll, you know? we'll read it. Who invented nuclear? Like, who f- discovered? Like, that? Yeah, it's so weird. It's often compared to Mary Curry, Shin Shong Wu worked on the Manhattan Project, where she developed the process for separating Ooh. uranium metal. In 19, 1956, she conducted the Wu experiment that focused on electromagnetic interactions. After it yielded surprisingly results... What? After it yielded surprising we results, okay, surprising results, results Song Dao Li and Chen Ning Yang, the physicists who originated a similar theory in the field, received credit for her work, winning the Nobel Prize for the experiment in 1957. Oh, they won the Nobel Prize in 1957. We got three Nobel Prize yeah, that's the winners limit. in a row. Yeah, but there's an earlier winner. Oh, you looked it up? Yep. Mm. Song Dao Li? Nope. Chen Ning Yang? 
Nope. So how did someone <laughs> steal? So how did someone steal her invention? Uh they sounds like she got credit for it. No, in 1957, Chen Nin Yang and Song Dao Li got the Nobel Peace Prize. She got nothing. Oh, she probably got paid. She's a different person. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, just, you got the names mixed up. I'm, you said a lot, a lot of words for names. Shen <laughs> Xiang Wu. All right, I'm, I'm over it. All right, she got shafted. That's all I've gathered. All right, all right. Ada is next. So she looks like she has the Down syndromes from this painting oh, wow. of her. She does not look like she has Down syndrome. She looks like she's got something going on. I think it's the painting. Squishy face. Is, there, is it Lovelace? Ada Lovelace? Ada Lovelace invented the wow. computer algorithm. In the mid-1800s, what? Ada Lovelace wrote the constructions for the first computer program. She did? No, the in the mid-1800s? Wow. The mathematician and inventor Charles Babbage <laughs> is often credited with the work because he invented the actual engine. Oh, okay. So he invented not, the engine. She invented the I did not the realize program. it started that early. Oh, yeah. Everything started early. Weird. Zippers. Computers. Uh, Rosalind. I wonder if she has any relation to Linda Lovelace. Could be. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't know one way to find out. Ancestry.com. Linda Lovelace never gags. Wow. That's nice. Wow. That's the whole David Allen Coe song. He made Linda Lovelace gag. It's like his whole thing. You got her off? No, Linda Love Linda Loveface got famous for deep throating. That's almost as bad as having nip slips. Well, she was like the <laughs> first major porn star. Really? Yeah. Never heard of her. That's when they had the Skinamax movie theaters. Oh yeah, Pee Wee Herman got caught there. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't touching anybody. Yeah, it's not even that bad of a thing. I mean, I guess it's weird for a celebrity to be going in there and doing it, but, like, who really cares? It's just Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, and it's like, it's not like he was fucking, like, he's not molesting the anyone. I think it was a big, it was a big deal because he he was the uh, host of a child's show. Whatever, he's still an adult. Exactly, but he's still supposed to be a role model to kids not to jack off in public. Like, <laughs> well, he's not in public, though. He was. A, that is a public space. It's half public. It's going to a movie theater. It's a public space. It's half public. It's 100% public. The whole point of going to the theater was to jerk off to the movie. No, it wasn't. It was to watch the movie. You're, and then you got a boner. You jerked off when you went home. No. A ton of people jerked off. I think off you're there. supposed to jerk off in there. You're not supposed to jerk off in the movie theater. No. I could have sworn you You're were. not supposed to jerk off at the peep show. I thought you were well, supposed to. Well, then what's to. the point of it? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're not supposed to jerk off at the peep show. That's not a thing. I think Pee Wee Herman should be, should be fine. Yeah, the case should be opened back up. I mean, it's already over. Nobody really cares about it anymore. Right. Ron Jeremy's in prison, though. For what? Touching himself? No, apparently he raped like 20-some women. Well, that sounds about right. Off, That's what I off said too. Camera. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, can you believe Ronald Jeremy did that?" And I was like, "Yes." yes. Been in over a thousand porn movies. Of course, I can imagine that. I thought he didn't like women anymore because he got paid for so long. No, he he really likes drugs. That's uh, what it really comes down to. All right. And you know, there was a thing called <clears throat> the seventies. He was attractive in the seventies. Give him that. Next, People we move on to. I think he was a handsome man. In the I don't 70s. think so. He was an Italian stud. That's the problem. He definitely became fucking a hideous little goblin, but... But the women still got with him. I wonder when he stopped doing porn. 
Maybe he's never stopped. Well, he hasn't really. He's done porn all the way through the 2000s. Really? Still? Yeah. Well, I mean, not now, but... He was, yeah. That's crazy. I, mean, I understand when he was young, because, you know, he was, like, lean. Mean. Whatever. Fighting but, machine. Like, once he became a little goblin, like... Still had the penis. It doesn't matter. That's true. You never lose the dick, unless you do too much cocaine. Or it gets cut off. Yep. Or, or, yeah, or you're or smashed. Debt. You're in debt to the Yakuza because of the amount of cocaine you do and they chop off your wee-wee. Why, is, why are you buying your cocaine from Yakuza? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just wanted this weird storyline where it's like Rod Jeremy tied up, a bunch of Japanese people yelling at him. He's like, I don't know where the money is! You just got Kill Bill stuck in your head now because you keep looking at Uma Thurman? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that uh, device you were trying to figure out earlier? It's, this lady has one. That's a microscope. Look, all right, I told you when we started this recording that I'm blind. Yeah, and you also don't know the difference between a microscope and a magnifying glass. <laughs> They're basically the same. They thing. are not at all the same. They're they cost a lot similar. more. They do similar things. They make things bigger. By using glass. Sure. To a certain That's extent. That's definitely true. To a certain extent. Microscopes and... Yeah, but there's electronic microscopes. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it all has to use, like, mirrors and stuff. What if you need light? What if you need, you know... Well, that's adding elements into the microscope. The yeah, microscope but the adjustability, the adjustability of that microscope can just, be electric. It's just sharpening glass. What? You can adjust old school ones. You don't need the yeah, light. you don't... I'm not saying you have to. Whatever. I'm not saying you have to have an electronic adjustment, but some of them do. Does Life's she make better the with magnifying light. glass or the no. microscope? God damn it. That's another Nobel... <laughs> Peace Prize um, skipper. Ah. Oh, she got uh, skipped. Rosalind Franklin invented the DNA double helix. Oh, wow. Franklin's X-ray photographs. It existed. She found it. Yeah. Franklin's X-ray <laughs> photographs of DNA revealed the molecule's true structure as a double helix, which was a theory denounced by scientists James Watson and Francis Crick at the time. However, Watson and Crick originally discovered the single helix. Ah. They ended up receiving a Nobel Peace Prize or Nobel Prize for their research. That's why one thing I always get upset with when they always talk about they find these things. It, like you did, well invented it when somebody why says you get the Nobel Peace Prize for finding out. It's science. a Nobel Prize. It didn't say peace. Nobel. Oh. Yeah, a Nobel Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know if there's a different one. I think there's a science one too. I feel like there's two. There's a science one. Well, I feel like there's one in, like, advancements of science and one in, like, advancements of humanity. Yeah, because I looked at the Nobel Prize. Nobel Peace Prize would probably be humanity, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because Obama won it. And I think Trump won it. He wins it all. I'm pretty sure he won it, or he's nominated for it. Which, mm -hmm. again, no idea why. Still comes up the same way. Maybe it just Wait changed over why? the years. I think it... Uh, Nobel Prizes exist in different ways. Because Maria Curry won the Nobel Prize in the Nobel Physics Prize in 1903, and then Betha von Sut Sutner won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1905. Yeah, I think I think the Peace Prize is like humanitarian good. Or so there's different types of Nobel Prizes, I think. All brought to you Einstein, by Mr. Noble. Einstein won the Nobel Prize for the... For crack. Uh, e equals MC, MC squared or whatever. Yeah, a theory that still hasn't been proven. But he did it. 
the theory of relativity? Yeah, just the theory. It's relative. Our next one is not one woman. It's a group of six called the ENIAC, which stands for Electronic Numerical Integrator and Computer Girls. Uh, It was the first computer ever built. Oh. In 1946, six women programmed this electronic computer as part of a secret World War II project. Inventor John McMauchley is often the one, only one who gets credit for its creation, but the programmers are the ones who fully developed the machine. Even though it just looks like they're holding a bunch of little bottles of wine or yeah, one shooters. It's pretty insane how many things were invented during World War II. They what? were bored. Oh yeah, women women had to do everything. Also, well, no, I'm just saying like sonar, the atom bomb, the fucking computer. Oh, a lot of advancements happened around World War II. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's when the aliens came back to talk to us and help us out. Beep 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 boop. Right. It wasn't Jewish people who escaped Germany. Nope. We'll never know. We do know. No, the smart people are the Germans. Yes. It's not we the, stole like the Jews every would say. German scientist. The smart scientist. people were the Germans because the Germans had free reign on doing whatever they wanted to. Correct. And then we stole a bunch of their scientists to figure out a bunch of shit for us, too. Right. Yeah, we converted. We got a lot of them back then. Well, also, also Jewish scientists. Yeah, but a lot of German scientists. Yeah, it's because they didn't like the Nazis. Yeah. I mean, we made money doing it. What do you know about nuclear fission? Fusion? Fission. Oh, nuclear fission. Isn't That's that... the, uh, when you take two atoms and you smack them together and spin them in a circle. Yeah, yeah fission. <laughs> well, Lisa Meitner discovered the true power of uranium, noting that the atomic nuclei split during some reactions. This mm. is what makes nuclear, nuclear power plants. Fission. Correct. The discovery was credited to her lab partner, Otto Hahn, who won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 1944. So, if oh, that yeah. didn't happen... Then you wouldn't have had Chernobyl. So she, she did bad. Yeah, it's just she created Russia. something good that became very bad. But it's just Russia. Well, and Japan fucked up too. Yeah, that's true. Fukushima. Hmm. Yeah. Fuku. And then we had our pa- and we had Fermi. That wasn't as bad. Though. It wasn't a true. It wasn't a full meltdown, but it was. It was considered a meltdown. It was not a Category Seven. You're correct. Uh-huh. There's only two Category 7 worldwide events in history, which is Chernobyl and whatever the other one is, Fukushima or whatever. Fukushima. Oh, Fuku. Fuku me? Uh-huh. That's the one that uh-huh. was in the ocean, which was as bad as Chernobyl, but we won't know the effects because most of it is in, in the ocean. Uninhabitable areas for man. Yeah, but it's still, you know, screwing up wildlife. Yep. Which and, we just kind of hide. And water. You know, we just kind of push that under the rug. Oh, yeah. Katherine Johnson does not look like a Katherine Johnson to me. What does she look like to well, you? I don't know, just the name Katherine Johnson. Anita she Bell. could be a Johnson. I could see her being a Mrs. Johnson. She but... looks like Lyndon B. Johnson's wife. Which is a Mrs. Johnson. Yes. Okay, maybe <laughs> it's her sister. As for Katherine, not sure. But Why would it be her sister? That I means she also had to marry Lyndon B. Johnson. Why? The, her sister's already married to Linda B. Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, well, why would she take the Johnson last name then? Yeah, that's a good, good question. <laughs> yeah. She would I have her family's name. Bum, bum. Unless she married Linda B. Johnson's brother. <laughs> that's a, a fucking weird, weird combo. Oh. I don't know if it's that bad. 
it's convenient. It just turns into it's like weird, but it's not it's that weird. My brother-in-law, my sister-in-law is technically my brother and my sister kind of thing. Like it's weird when you say it. Well, the they would be brothers, and then also like, and then the two girls would be sisters, right? But her brother-in-law is her brother. No, not or is her. It her. Let's say her. It would brother-in-law. be two separate families: two boys, two girls. Two right. separate families. Right. And then those two families married each other. Right. So they're still not related in any way. It's just... Yeah, they're, they're related by marriage. Well, the two brothers are blood-related. Correct. Who marry the two sisters who are blood-related. Correct. But they, if... Say I, I marry... Like, I marry your sister, and then we become... Bro- you become my brother-in-law. Or I become your brother-in-law. I'm in your family. Yep. Now, if I had a sister and you married her, then... She would be, then I would. You would. That's kind of the same. You thing. would be my brother-in-law, but it's the reverse. Yes, because it's my sister and your sister, and then. Uh, see, I'm looking at it as like if we were brothers, yeah, and we married like Angela and then her sister. Okay. It's so, like we were related. Then that would make, and then they were related. If we were related, it wouldn't be weird. I mean, it would be weird because it's the same family. Yeah, it's the same family. But it's not that weird because it's not like we're blood related. I'm just trying to think of how it works. So it's happened she before. My it's definitely happened before. There's small oh, yeah. cities. Yeah, for sure. Right, people I marry mean, they, their fucking cousin. It's legal to marry yeah. your third cousin, so go for it. Still, some places it depends on. The, it's actually state per state. Some states are second cousin. It's I legal. Think Alabama's still second cousin. I don't know. Alabama's know probably still brother. Probably marry your fucking dog. Marry whatever the fuck you want to in Alabama. Shout out to Alabama. Well, just so you know, just as we're going through this, there actually are six Nobel Prizes awarded every year. Six different types of Nobel Prizes. There's not that many great things going on that year. There's never one for sports. Uh It's literature, physics, chemistry, peace, economics, physiology, and medicine. Who cares about economics? (laughs) Who cares about scientists? A lot of people care about scientists. Fuck scientists. That's true. So Katherine Johnson, um, oh, you may recognize Katherine Johnson's name from the 2017 box office hit Hidden Figures. Oh, I watched that one. Remember the Hidden Figures? It's a good film. Huh. Before her recognition in the uh, film. Black women making all the right decisions for America and then getting shafted. Oh, kind of like my story. (laughs) Yeah. People getting shafted. (laughs) Yeah. They thought of this before. Yeah. I covered it. Well, it looks like this episode's not original anymore. <laughs> a race. There was a movie. <laughs> um, Johnson was nicknamed a computer for her intelligence. She discovered the exact path for the Freedom 7 spacecraft to successfully enter space for the first time in 1961 and later for the Apollo 11 mission to land on the moon Ooh, in 1969. Mm-hmm. She often went unrecognized by her male colleagues and faced racial discrimination. Yep. Well, that's not cool. Yep. yep. Moon landing path, no credit. Mm. Yep. That's why they were the hidden figures. Ah. Mm-hmm. Play on words. Ah. Yep. 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 So I got two left. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I go to that one, we'll just run through the list again. Wireless communication. Oh, my God. Time to use it. Cure for leprosy. Yep. Eh, don't really use we're it. We're not going to use it. Disposable diapers. What do you Zero well, hold use. On. Hopefully I don't have to use them. The leprosy thing is huge. I've never had leprosy. 
Yeah, and you don't plan on having leprosy either. Isn't there a shot now that you can take when you're a kid? Yeah, you don't need leprosy. No, well, that's she helped no, with that. Like, yeah, yeah but, but she didn't have the the shot that you take. No, she had she had her first cure for leprosy. Remember, and that oh, all was two decades. Yeah, it was just, they yeah. changed the cure. Correct. Yeah, I'm just reading all this to you all to right, let so you know I don't use. really use any of these. Well, the first one to use. Uh, Yes. Why, the wireless communi- communication. Somewhat. You talk on your cell phone. That's wireless it was the, communication. It was the very first thought of it. Yeah. We've made yeah. it better since then. You instant message. I mean, you definitely use that one. Yeah. Okay. Monopoly, once every couple of years. Yeah. And okay, I never so, finished one game of Monopoly in my life. So, so nope. far, you use two of the three things. Yep. Uh, not really Monopoly. Yeah, but you have, so that's two. Hmm. I'm going to put that as a one and a half. <laughs> no, we're putting it as two because you <laughs> fucking used it. Okay. <laughs> The uh, existence of dark matter. It's not relative. You guys? Yeah, it's, I mean, you can't really. You it's can't not use relative it. to anything I do in my life. No, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay. Uh, square bottom paper bag machines. You've definitely used. Not the machine, but the bo- the bags we use. So the product, <laughs> I'm putting that. It's, it's the machine. I'm it's putting not that the bag. Three of five for you. No, I don't I use paper seen. bags with square bottoms. Yes, you I have. Use plastic, and. Those uh, reusable ones. No, never use a square. I'm putting it at three of five. <laughs> you wouldn't have the reusable fucking round or square bottom ones if it wasn't for the paper bag ones. She just invented a machine, not the bag. Three of five. Uh, computer programming language. Four or five. Four or six. Four of six? Yeah, you use computers all the time. The programming language? That's how your computer is made. That's how you operate your computer. Yeah. Like when you I don't press type a, that shit. When you press a button, it does it, and then it tells you. Yep. And then it, Otherwise, you wouldn't have any type of computer. Yeah. We'll see about her COBOL. Um, <laughs> the modern bra. Okay, well, you obviously don't use that. But, I've taken them off. But, there you go. But don't use it. Yeah, but it's not as fun if you don't take a bra off. Mm. Well, one day you'll figure it's it out. It's fine. Four teeth. Um, hair straightener. Never used one. Yeah. I mean, sure We're already used... up to ten. I don't know where you got seven. Me, you've only listed off eight. We're on number nine. Yeah, so you've listed listed off eight. Okay, well, hair straighteners is no. a no go. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like you've used it, but microbial genetics. I, again, it's just not. It's not something mm. you would actually use. Nope. It's, but you have it. You don't just go off to the store and get some pi- microbial genetics. Yeah. This is a weird. <laughs> It's not, even, it's not really an invention. It's more of a discovery. Same yeah. with the next one. There was neuron stars, pulsars. I, honestly, I still don't even know what that is. Uh, and then same with nuclear physics. Yeah. It's all just a, d- discoveries. It um, is. Most of them are discoveries. Computer algorithms? Definitely you use that. Yeah. I mean, the computer does it. That's basically the same thing that the other chick made. Yeah. Computer Different programming. Yeah. We'll just leave those two out. So what am I at? Monopoly no, once every couple of years. <laughs> Monopoly once every couple of years and wireless communications first you've idea. Used, you've used at least half the things that you've listed off. Mm-mm. And both of the computer things. DNA double helix. That's part Again, of you. discovery. First electronic computer. You definitely have used a computer. Yep. That's three for three but on That's computers. the first of electronics? Oh, my God. Okay. Without nu- the first, you wouldn't get to where you are now. Nuclear fissions. Yeah, you but- use nuclear power. The other one was nuclear power. Yeah. This yeah, is you, the fission version. Well, nuclear fission is what created the nuclear power plants. Well, she's them. just a, she discovered the nuclear fission that caused the nuclear, nuclear power plant has, does power some of the things in Metro Detroit. Well, of course. So you definitely have used. 
It's giving her too much credit. The moon landing pass. Not giving her too much credit. You're not giving her enough credit. This is why you have this list. You're <laughs> you're never going to use the moon landing path. Mm-mm. Is that your next thing that you didn't even read off yet? He just no. He just said it. Yeah, you weren't listening. You're were yelling at him about uh, nuclear smart. fission. <laughs> I just sometimes. <laughs> we got one more, and then I'll tell you the one I use every day. This one is a, that I don't use. Nutty Stevens invented sex chromosomes. Or discovered. Yeah. Stevens discovered the connection between <laughs> chromosomes and sex determination. Despite Stevens' breakthrough, colleagues and mentor E.B. Wilson published his papers before her and is often noted for the discovery. So she figured out X and Y. So it's her fault that we have everyone in the fucking world is like, well, I'm actually this fucking gender. Yeah, she's the reason why we have genders. Yeah. So she actually made my life a living hell. Yep. Fucking Nettie Stevens. Look at her stupid hat. <laughs> fucking bitch. Never met anyone named Nettie. I could just look at someone and be like, you're not the same as me. I just feel like that's a nickname, not a like a name. Nettie. Yeah, like I would not <laughs> name a child Nettie. <laughs> okay, what so would it be a nickname for? I feel like it's... Okay, so if your dog was named Ned, you would call him Nettie. Okay. Come here, Nettie. Okay, yeah. okay. The best so invention the out of all, all of them. Even though you use a computer, you're currently using Correct. the three computer things that you listed off. But doesn't count. Okay. Okay. I'm using modern technology of it. <laughs> We're recording onto something that's using all three at this one time. Wireless? How's it wireless right now? Uh, it connects to Wi-Fi and communicates. We don't need that right now internet. for recording. We don't need that. Uh, I haven't searched anything. I've just been reading off the one page that's been open. I've been searching. You said oh, algorithms? you ruined it. <laughs> algorithms? Which I, it's I never using, had to use an arg- algorithm. The algorithms are this. processing the audio to a digital format, so it records the audio that, to a language the computer can understand. Oh, programming. The programming language. is running the software that is doing those algorithms. Beep, 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 boop. And then what's the third one? The first computer? This is a fuck computer. That's a laptop. The personal <laughs> portable computer. I'm not using it. It's in front of you. I'm saying we are, as a group, using those three. Whatever. What's the last thing that you use all the time? It's uh, in what people are probably listening to us in, a driving car. their vehicles. Mary, Mary Anderson invented the windshield wiper. Just one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Was it because she always had to lean out the car, wipe down from the rain, and she's like, oh, fuck this. It explains it. Anderson first came up with the idea of windshield wipers while riding in a streetcar in the snow. She tried selling her device to companies after receiving the patent for it in 1903, but all of them rejected her invention. It wasn't until the 50s and 60s when faster automobiles were invented that companies took the idea. By then, Anderson's patent had expired, and later inventor Robert Kearns was credited with the idea. So she didn't make it. Oh. Really? She just had the idea. So the so Model T's and stuff didn't have windshield wipers? Depends on the year. That's crazy. Yeah, you'd have to just kind of wean your arm out the window and wipe it I mean, it off. side view mirrors were options. Like, Really? Yeah. Really, you still only need to have one side mirror. Legally, you only have to have your driver's side view mirror. Yeah, but it's nice to have the other one. I'm just saying, legally. But yeah, it's, they were options. Hmm. Shit's all options. Everything that you have in your car... That one day was an option. Like a seatbelt. That's why I don't wear it. It wasn't an option. It just didn't exist. That's why I don't wear it. And then the lap belt, it was invented. Even worse. 
And then, of course, regulations happened, and then they had to put the three-point harness in it. Standard. Triple. I knew all this. This is yeah. a test for you guys. Yeah. AC was optional. I would never survive in a car without power AC. steering was optional. I had a car without point. power steering, but it was optional. Not because it was broken. It was optional. Well, who would want a car without power steering? It was an option. Why would you not take that option? It's a convenience. It's extra money. Yeah, but it's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. you want to feel your ride. Yeah, I never, I've had a, I've had a, I never <laughs> want to drive a car without power steering again. I don't mind it. Depends on the car. If it was if it was an optioned car for power to have or not have power steering, a lot of times they made the ratio of the gears and the steering wheel the right size to where it wouldn't be a big problem until you were like trying to parallel park. Yeah, ours was the Raw Dogs van, and that was yeah. That car wasn't supposed to have no power steering. Yeah, that was that sucked. That's different. Sounds like you enjoy power steering more than windshield wipers. Sounds I do. like it. Actually, I, I wanted to come up with the idea, or I came up with the idea, which maybe I could patent. For the windshield wipers for your glasses. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in a cartoon. I've seen that in a lot of weird stuff. Like some cars have it on their headlights. It was all—it's always comedy based, but I've seen it for. Well, a my lot dad of times. stumped me on it because he was like, "Yeah, well, the headlight if, thing was a thing." He for always a while. got like, "What if the little motor gets wet and then it explodes and then it burns your eye?" Then yeah, you're sued that's the forever. key. Yeah, first that's why they still have never been invented. It would be so helpful. That's if it worked. Being a guy who wears glasses forever, I have the solution for you. It's called Lezik. Ooh, with Dr. Romani. Nah, I wouldn't trust him anymore. He's kind of old. Uh-huh. He's probably got some protégés. Yeah, yeah, but it's he, not the Romani. He had some kids. Yeah, maybe it's his child. Could be. Maybe his child's better at it. You don't say that to the doctor. He did Lindstrom's eyes, and Lindstrom's eyes look pretty fucking good. You can still see. You can still yeah. see. Good he for still him. was the best defenseman of all time. Good for him. Handsome man. Much better... <laughs> you ever seen him without a shirt on? God damn it. <laughs> I have. Yeah. You've shown me many photos. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure you used to have him saved to pull up to show people. He did. Yeah. That's the body nag you always wanted. Never accomplished it. <laughs> you could still get Maybe it. Maybe not. Stop drinking. Start doing push ups with the puppy. Like, I don't know. Less than 20 hours. Yeah, that's true. Probably 15 hours since your last beer. Mm hmm. How long are you going to last? I don't know. We'll see how what the puppy does. Maybe he keeps me up. And now I want a beer. <laughs> or maybe he's just so positive, I'll never have a beer again. That would be ideal. You never know. Is it ideal? Yeah, you could you could be unhappy in life. Without alcohol? Well, That's... technically alcohol is a depressant, so yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll see how long it goes. I'm going to say it's not going to last any longer than tomorrow night. All right. We will see. I'm not, I'm not betting or anything. Prove me wrong. What was, what's my prize? A handshake. Yeah, there is no betting. prize. He's just trying to get you to do something you don't want to do. A handshake. It'll be fun. It's, there's nothing fun about doing things you don't want to do. It's always fun to be forced to do something. No, far from it. I heard when you quit smoking, your lungs get better. Maybe you quit drinking and your... Liver gets better. Depression gets gone. Yeah, and there's actually no proof to any of that getting better. Whatever damage you've done is already there. Oh, well. <laughs> That's pretty much the, pr- the the proof of it. We're all going to die. That's true, too. And on that note... Did you guys hear that? Pit-pit-patter across the roof?
Well, that must be Santa's reindeer preparing for this year's delivery of Christmas gifts like he gives every year. But what does Santa use to get to every house on time and in a manageable fashion? Well, Santa does none other than crystal meth. Taking crystal meth allows Santa to stay awake for 24 hours to deliver all the gifts to all the children across the world and do it in a speedy way in a careless fashion that allows him to just kind of drop shit down the chimney. Now, he's got all his little elf helpers to make it look nice and neat, but you all know inside that Santa's just throwing those gifts off his sleigh while he's toking up on that glass pipe. Crystal meth not only provides Santa with the ability to stay awake, but it also allows him to keep his mind sharp and focused on way too many things at one time. And that's why sometimes you get Billy's pack of coal from across the street and Billy gets a knife and kills his family for not giving him good gifts. And that's how murder starts. All starts because of Santa. So this holiday season, when you need to prepare for talking to your family over Skype and buying them gifts online at the wee hours in the morning, don't forget to bring out that glass pipe and smoke a nice hit of crystal meth. The best way to liven up your day. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's Fast Facts from Dr. Hodge. This week is less about facts and more about tips. I'm going to give you guys some good holiday gifts to pick up all those people that you really don't want to spend any money on because you know they'll be cheap on you too. We got everything from Constellation Fridge Magnets to Red Wine Stain Removers or how about getting some Sriracha Hot Sauce? Ain't nobody go wrong with Sriracha. You can also find them a mug of some sort to put their shitty coffee in because you know your coffee's better. Or get them some stainless steel drinking straws and let them know that they should stop ruining the environment right away because they're a piece of shit who uses plastic still. Or you can pick up some leather circle charms for their keychain because why the fuck not? You can pick up a magnetic wristband for dad so he can pick up all those screws he keeps dropping while he's trying to avoid your mom in that fight they're going to have. Or how about those mini cord organizers for all those people's houses you go to that just have phone cables laying all over the place, and then their cats eat them, get electrocuted, cats die, they get sad, and then you got to fucking help them out and drink with them. Sometimes you just want to be at home and drink. You don't want to drink with them. Who cares about their dead cat? Well, if you want more tips, feel free to email us at austinarmada.gmail.com, and we can advertise the product that you have for other people to buy this holiday season. That's another episode of Fast Facts with Dr. Hodge. I hope you enjoyed it. Who is going to go? Uh, I'm going to go. Next. He's, got his next, uh, he's got the next stack. I have, I have a story for you. And you said it's going to take under 45 minutes. I said it should take about 45 minutes. About. Might take longer. We might have to skip Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so good at that. <laughs> well, uh, since I had to change the size of the text, it's now five pages. Yeah. Oh, you made it bigger. Yeah, so I can read it. What are you at, 18 point? 14. You still have 14. Yet. Hey, you might as well make it seven pages at 16 point. Do you want to hear the title I wrote for this? Is it your title? Or yeah, is this is the title I wrote for this segment. Okay, and it's going to be five words long. All right, go. Uh, it's it's like 15. Would you just, 15? Damn it, you're supposed to say it. We're going to count them. Oh, it's a... Uh, nope. Are you a dog? 
Are you a dog who's a hero? Are you a hero dog? That's the title of the segment. Are, Are you, you a dog? Are you a hero dog? <laughs> Are you a dog who's a hero? So you're talking to the dog. Yeah. Okay. This is nine stories of heroic dogs. Okay, I like this. Which yeah. is okay, why I'm gonna tell I did my it for you because you got a puppy. So yeah. you can show the puppy this this could this be you. Thing, and you could be. You could be this. Yeah, you could show this puppy this three pages of writing. <laughs> well, you, no, show him the podcast episode of us talking about these heroes. How's he going to see it? How many times do we got to go through this? He We're can, not a video podcast. He can look at the phone screen that's playing the audio. <laughs> I'll just tell him. He yeah. can look with one eye because he's got. I'll just have one, him listen to this. He's got that one fucked up eye. That's probably your best bet. Just throw some headphones on him. Yeah, I hope he doesn't have googly eyes. Well, it's just the one. I know you like. saw the I'm picture. Really, I'm just really curious to see how big he's going to get. I have no idea what the fuck. I know because like. I just like looking at it and every, everybody that's been posting about like what they think he might be, and I'm thinking about like the sizes of those dogs. I'm just curious to see how big he's going to get. Yeah, so far it's my second or third most like thing I've ever done. Dogs will always do well, that. It's a dog. Well, there was a actually a Reddit um, article. Is that what they're called on Reddit? Yes. There was one yeah. on there that I didn't even make. It was the person I tattooed it on, and that was like 20,000 fucking it's Reddit. likes or whatever they could use Reddit's on there. But my yeah. most liked one was like me and my mom standing next to each other at a college graduation. Moms. And you achieved something. But like last I looked a at like 1 p.m., event. I was 400 and something likes. Your Makes house, sense. too. And no one called me out. I'm peeing on the dog. I said it in the caption. I'm like, he's only wet in the second picture because he walked in my piss. Yep. That you know how many hilarious. people that's happened to, though? I've peed on other people's dogs because they decide to try to come sniff around. Like, Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. The dog gets his head in there, and he wants to pee on your pee, but you're too busy peeing on him. Yeah, you're like, oh, come on, man, move. Oh. Sorry, I don't lose my balance kicking you. Yeah. That, that happened at Dan's house when I was peeing in the corner. That dog loved sniffing dicks. Yeah. Yeah, that dog is all into dicks. Chad? Oh, man. What was his name? Oh, the little husky. Clyde? Clyde, Clyde. yeah. Four-year-old Andre Pavlov. Is it the dog? Is that a person? He is a four-year-old named Andre Pavlov. Still could be a person. It is a person. <laughs> okay, so it's a four-year-old four human, Andre Pavlov. It could have been a four-year-old dog. It could have been a four-year-old dog. Exactly. Four-year-old Andre Pavlov was feeding ducks in his hometown of Krasnoyarsk, Russia. Why, why, why is he feeding ducks? He's feeding ducks. He's four. What's he feeding them? That kid needs a better hobby. Being four years old and being a Russian. He didn't realize that he was ice, naked. No, I'm sorry. He didn't realize that ice wasn't stable ground, and he fell through into the freezing water. Oh, that's not good. Nope, that's bad. Yep. They've made movies about his experience. So where's his parents? I don't know. First question. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Immediately after this, a stray dog who had been following Mr. Andre Pavlov. Oh, for dinner. He'd been following around all day. Began frank frantically barking. This dog's name is Nadia. Of course it is. A woman who fed stray dogs followed Nida's barking and followed the little dog to discover the little boy who was drowning in freezing water. So the little woman followed the little dog to find the little boy yeah. in the little pond of water. No. Some <laughs> he was drowning tail. in the freezing water. So she called out for help and nearby workers, I don't know where this pond is, but nearby workers helped pull out the boy from the water and they saved the boy's life. Why didn't she just do it? Because she's a little woman. Exactly. Well, it just said workers came and pulled him out. A with midget? Wow. Midget might just be a an old lady because it's a lady who feeds stray dogs. So it's probably some old lady. Yeah, probably. 
Anyway, so this is a stray dog who saw this little boy fall into water. He's like, oh, shit, that boy shouldn't be in that water. Yeah, he cried drowning boy. No, that dog was like, oh, shit, that that boy has all the food he was giving to the ducks, and I want the food. Also possible. Also, yeah. why are ducks hanging out in a frozen pond? But that's They do. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if, if it was thin enough for a four-year-old to fall through it, that means there was probably some wet spots where ducks were just, like, kind of uh, flopping around. Yeah. It is Russia, so who knows? Exactly. Uh, anyways. Uh, Nida, the dog, ended up being adopted by a family who lived 500 kilometers away. Why didn't the little boy adopt him? Apparently, the dog was, like, set up for adoption, and this is, like, his last day in the hood. Oh, so they just let him roam free until they find him a house? I guess. I don't know. And then once they find him a house, they got to find the dog? I don't know what Russian life is like. I don't either. Uh, However, the family has kept the dog name of Nida and has dubbed him Nida the Siberian Lifeguard. Yeah. So that's our first tale of a heroic dog. Siberian I've seen, I've seen it before. Saved a four-year-old's life. Adam yeah. Sandler did the same thing in uh, Mr. Deeds. Really? With this fucky foot. There's a black oh, foot. Oh, he did it. That's when he shoves his foot through the ice and... Just grab it! It's disgusting! I do not remember And then this. somebody grabs his dead black foot and then pulls him out of the water. I don't remember this scene at all. Yep, it existed. I literally just watched Mr. Deeds like a week ago. <laughs> Good time. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah. There was a black lab who served on the 104 military working dog support unit in the British military. Yeah. A, that, let's just say that one more time what he did. 104 dogs. That's what I got. There was that. a black yeah. <laughs> There was a black lab, all right, who served on the 104th military working dog support unit. Okay. In the British military. So I'm going to guess there's 200 units. So, so far, there's be, there's at least been 140 units. 103. No, 104th unit. Okay, so there's at least <clears> been 104 <throat> units of this dog support team. I would assume so. Yeah, at least 104. Yeah, military working dog support unit. Which which makes sense. You know, they only, only live about seven years anyway. So. This particular dog was on tour in Afghanistan in 2008. Where not once but twice he found hidden bombs in the Helmand province just by smelling them out. That makes sense. They they train them to do their that job. Kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty dangerous de- job. Yeah, bomb detection with a dog. Yeah. yeah. What if the dog blows up? It's a dog. Yeah. That's why there's a hundred and fourth unit. That's rude. I'm just saying it's not a human life. That's a really that's really what it comes yeah, but down to. It's a to. dog. Yeah, but it's not a human life. You know, I mean, I believe me. I I wouldn't want to watch the dog blow up. Believe me, I would prefer the human blow up, but. This is the way the world works. I feel like it'd be more upsetting if I was in the military and I saw this dog who I was like, all right, boy. And then the dog just blew up in front of me and I was like. Yeah, but you got to remember, you're also trained to like not care. Yeah, you're right. About life. You're right. You're right. They're deep root. (laughs) Indoctrination. Now, I wrote this sentence before speaking, but I said, I wouldn't say dogs should be used for this type of action with the risk involved. But luckily, this story ends in a good, good story. This he just keeps sniffing. Because he, he discovered those two bombs and didn't die. Good. Did he get a retirement out of it? The dog's name is Trio. And because of him discovering these bombs, he saved over 20 human lives. Good job, dog. On two occasions? 20 total. Oh, no. It was on the one tour he found two bombs. So, yeah, in that one tour. So he saved his whole military unit by finding these bombs. Yeah. Assum- assuming. Thrice is a good dog. And he saved the rest of the dogs in that unit because they didn't have to go sniff him. Yep. He's a good dog. Good for him. I like him. Good dog named Trio. Oh, Thrice. Well, it's with an E. T-R-E-O. 
So it could be Treo, but I'm pretty sure it's Treo. Treo. Sure. It's a weird name. Yeah. Uh, in 2010, Trio was dubbed the Bomb Sniffer and was awarded the Dickin Medal. The Bomb Sniffer Dickin. And he got the Dick Medal. The Dickin Medal. Apparently that is the medal for animals in service. Named by the guy who probably made the medal. Who probably fucked last the animals. Name was Dick. Richard Whoa. Dickin. Whoa. Anyone with the last name of Dickin fucks animals. No, he doesn't. Charles Dickens definitely banged some animals. He never did. He banged the Christmas goose. No, he didn't. Totally did. Look it up. I have. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit. Uh, this is the highest military honor for an animal in the British military. The Dickin medals. So, wow. In 2010, Treo was given the highest honor of any animal could give. Good for him. And he lived a long, happy life. I don't know if he's still alive or not, but... Good. No, he's definitely not so He was alive. definitely retired after he found those two bombs. They were like, man, you, you, you did your service. This yeah. dog did some good work. Like, we can't risk his life anymore. Let's give a good story. Because I'm assuming for every one trio, there's probably like a hundred dogs that get blown up. Yeah, it depends. I'm guessing the average is not high. We got, well, you also got to understand what the... What constitutes fully sniffing out? Like if he if he sniffs out an area where a bomb could be, he doesn't necessarily have to step on it. No, he, he well, yeah, yeah. That's you're what right. I'm saying. Like, mo- like the less dogs might, most dogs might not actually get hurt technically. Or they might not even find anything. Or that, yeah, or they just don't find anything, and you're just walking around in a field for no reason. <laughs> it's true. There may not even be bobs. No. They just have these dogs. That's a sad thing about Call of Duty when you try to be a camper. Mm-hmm. But you don't find anyone. Mm, and yeah. You're just waiting there for like two the minutes. Whole, like, like, come wait on. and kill somebody thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the annoying part of the game. Yeah, when there's a lot of people that apparently that do that. Yeah, I hate it. And they get really mad. I hate it. Yeah, I know a lot of people get mad about that. That's stupid. It's not even fun. They always yell on the microphones. No camera. It's not even fun. Well, you're just going to sit there and How's that fun? That's how they kill presidents. Now, let's head over yeah. to. Garibaldi, Brazil. Of course. Garibaldi? Garibaldi, Brazil. Brazil? Brazil. Gary, <laughs> Garibaldi, I need some water before I... Garibaldi. Sounds like a chocolate. That's Giraldi. Ah, there it is. That's good chocolate. <laughs> Osmar Persisco. That's a real name. I remember. Not a him. cool name, honestly. It's Brazil, so I get it. Osmar Persisco was out for a jog in a field with his dog, Max. All right. Just Osmar and Max running through the field. What are you running through? Getting a field? good workout don't in. Don't they have, like, a, a nice sweat on? Don't they have a trail anywhere? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's not that weird. It's still weird to just go for a jog in a field. I feel like normally you have to have some type of destination. It's probably a rural path, area of Brazil. Or, like, a path. Like, I just feel like it's... It's like the countryside of Brazil. You can jog through a field, whatever. Yeah, but wouldn't you just jog on the side of the dirt road? It's Brazil. Who knows how many dirt roads they have? Probably a lot. I don't know shit about Brazil. They probably have a lot more dirt roads than they have paved roads. I mean, true, but they also might not have that many roads. Well, they have paths. That's what I'm saying. Plus, the field could just be like pre-mountain field. How many mountains are down there? Quite a bit. (laughs) Brazil's got some good mountain ranges. Hmm. Brazil's huge. I know it is. You like their uh, dictator, don't you? I fucking hate their dictator. Hmm. Bolsonaro. Yar Bolsonaro. That piece mm. of shit. Somehow. We need more goats to bite Somehow him. worse than. Whew. Oh, we're not political. Nope, we're not political. But he is destroying the rainforest. So, continue. He's destroying a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of life. Anyway, so Osmar Persisco was out in a jog for a field with his dog, Max. 
Mm-hmm. Just him and Max just running through the field. Maximus. Right? Mid-run. Yeah. Two robbers stopped them. So I don't know what the fuck. The- so now there's, not only are they running through a field, there's also an empty field. Two robbers in the field. So he's hmm. frolicking with his dog in a field. Running. And then there's two. They made it a point to make sure that they, you know that Osmar is an athlete. All right, so I'm going with he's frolicking in a field <laughs> with his dog. Right. And then there's two gay dudes with guns frolicking. Well, they're not necessarily gay, but yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they're why happy. would you be out there as they're a robber? robber people? There's only one guy running with his dog. <laughs> like, I know. I know. I don't understand this. Like, as two robbers, like they picked a really shitty spot. Well, I, I mean, guess also a good spot. Unless it's just commonplace to get robbed in that area. I have no idea. However, two robbers stopped them and demanded for Osmar's car keys because they wanted Osmar's car. Yeah, they want to get out of the woods. So they got to have a road because they drove to the field. Obviously, he must have. No. I mean, even though they demanded the keys, doesn't mean necessarily had a car either, though. Like, (laughs) they could have just. He had a car. Okay. I mean, they could have walked to the field and he was like, oh, this looks good. Let's frolic. True. But he (laughs) he had a car. Yeah. Uh, Osmar said, no, you cannot have my car keys. Okay. So the two robbers shot at him. Pop, pop. Wow. The bullet grazed, one of the bullets grazed his head. But you, but you. Osmar was obviously scared. So they missed. Yeah, which I'm, a, I'm wondering how close they were to miss. good missed. question. Yeah. Considering um, that he was able to hear him say, give me your car keys. They gotta be pretty close if you're asking for I just car feel like, keys. That's like I, in my head, I feel like that's like the gun is in my head and he's saying, give me your car keys. Yeah. But how do you graze his head? He Are you just like pointing, like, give me your keys? That's <laughs> like, weird. That's when the good boy Max took control of the situation. What'd he do? Max leapt at the two men, biting and barking them. Barking at him. Good. Biting them, yelling at him. One of the robbers fled. He was uh, like, fuck yeah. this dog, dude. Max better run after him. Uh, the other robber uh, shot Max. Uh, yeah. Piece of shit loser. I was mm. expecting that to happen sooner or later. Two bullets in the chest and one in the leg. Pop, pop, pop. But after he shot Max, he was like, oh, man, I shot this dog. I got better leave. Oh, so he shot the dog, ran. Yeah. Didn't try and kill Osmar or take the car. They both ended up leaving after shooting the dog. Well, they didn't want to go to jail for, you know, killing him. It was pretty fucking rude for shooting the dog. I'm not saying it wasn't. Osmar grabbed his hero, Max, took him to the vet. But you guys are probably wondering what happened to old Max who got shot three times after he got to the vet, huh? He uh, died. Yeah, what happened to him? He survived! Good. Hero Max survived the three gunshots. There's a photo of him <laughs> with a little cast on his paw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a fucking open bullet wound in his chest, but he's still living. Looking Good for tough. Him. Good and for he him. was forever dubbed as Max the Canine Shield. The Canine Shield. See, that's a bad, mm-hmm. really, I, I feel like it's a bad <coughs> moniker to have. Because now the thought process is just pick the dog up, put him in front of you. Like <laughs> Max will save you. <laughs> Max will save you. Just Max the bodyguard. Well, that's that's a good boy right there. Yeah, that's a good boy. Saved yeah. his owner's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you can hope for. Put himself in front of the bullet. That's all you can hope for. Oh, so, no, your dog's gotta get big enough to put himself in front of that bullet. Yeah, I'm that definitely not good. using him as a shield. Yeah, no. No. No, that, Max gave himself. Correct. Uh, but don't call you don't don't call him shield. Mm-mm. No, your dog should be more like uh, no name than no nickname dog yet. He'll have a name. No name than no name. Well, nickname. I can't name it. I can't give him a nickname until he's got a name. That's well, true. Nothing, the shield doesn't rhyme with Max. Doesn't it mean doesn't have my, to rhyme. Yeah, yeah, it's better when things rhyme. That is true. Now we're back to the land of trash and disease, the USA. <laughs> we just came from nice. there. No, we're in Brazil. 
the land of trash and disease. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's not ah, many places that are. <laughs> Touche. In particular, the state of New Jersey, which is filled with trash and okay, disease. Okay, yeah, definitely. Oh, Jersey sucks, man. Oh, we are going full Italian with this New Jersey uh, story. Oh, well. New Jersey Italians. Uh, oh, yeah. We're talking about the Di Stefani family. Not New York Italians, because New York Stefani. Italians are sophisticated. Oh. Or mobsters. That makes them sophisticated. Yeah, I guess. If you're talking about New York versus Jersey. Yeah, well, yeah, Jersey is the idiot <laughs> Italians that are like, we can make a living out of this landfill. <laughs> Let's make a pasta next to the fucking trash dump. It's double, double duty. The De Stefani family living mm-hmm. in Mays Landing, New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> Mays Landing? We're watching their friend's dog, Marta De Gennaro. Hey, Martin De Gennaro. That's a okay. friend's name. Marta De Gennaro. Oh, that's a dog's name? Holy shit. No, the dog's name is Bandit De Gennaro, because of course they got to add the last name. Yep, he has to have the last name. It's De Gennaro. That means he's my property. You know I'm De Gennaro, he's De Gennaro, he's De Gennaro, I'm F. De Gennaro. So, so just to get everyone's facts straight, it's the De Stefani family. Watching De Gennaro. Watching Bandit De Gennaro, the dog of their friend, not even their close friend, just their friend, Marta De Gennaro. I'm surprised it wasn't their cousin. Bandit is a small Pomeranian poodle mix. Oh, oh he's worse than oh, the one I want to kick. I want to kick it. Italian dog it. for an Italian, kick it. Italian New Jersey I family. I want to kick it. I want to kick it. I want to kick it. Rich Di Stefani, who I assume by the name is the male of the family. Dick Di Stefani. Uh, thought he needed to yep. sterilize his daughter's hairbrush. Don't know why. Probably because he... Did he comb the dog with it? I wrote, uh, most likely the brush was stained with years of hair grease and Italian body oil. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Yeah, I mean, Combing that's your the only thing hairs. I can think of. Oh, yeah. I'm them. guessing Rich was like, oh, I'm going to make 60 time to my wife. And then, like, started trying to comb the oil out and yeah, shit. Yeah, probably. Well, he had to put the new oil in. Ugh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so he, th- he, uh, he needed to sterilize this hairbrush. It was mm. so bad. So he, uh... How- Did you- how does the New Jersey Italian family clean their hairbrush? With a fire torch. Um, alcohol. Boiling it. A plastic hairbrush? Yep. Okay, this is smart. They boiled it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole story is great. Yep, only in Jersey. So Rich D. Stefani was like, I clean this hairbrush. Better, better put it in boiling water. So he puts it on the stove and boiling water. Went to bed. Of course he did. And of course he the forgot. water boiled out. Yep. Ah, hey, you got it. Oh, because I know I had we had a friend do this. By the <laughs> with hot a hairbrush? No, with just okay. hot water trying to make noodles. Okay. At least not a hairbrush. How do you forget? You just walked away and started watching TV. Yeah, I don't understand how you forget. He just went to bed. <laughs> it's not even that. How do you put a hair first off? How are you going to forget that you put a hairbrush into boiling water? Yeah. I feel like if I did that, that means I'm either really fucking stoned. Or, like, just... I would definitely know. I'm going to sleep. You went to bed. The whole family went to bed. Nice. Uh, so at 3.30 in the morning, all the water at that point is gone. Of course. It's been boiling for a while. evaporation. And the burning plastic filled the house with very toxic smoke. Gotta love it. Rich, the smart New Jersey Italian head of the family man he is, also... Didn't install the new smoke detectors correctly that he had purchased a week ago. He put a battery in. Yeah, you know, I mean, literally, rich. like he just it's a twelve volt battery. battery in it. It's fucking rich. Oh, if you uh, don't lift up the, the little, little red rod, tab. then yeah. it won't do anything. Still, 
So well, I, he, I see what he did wrong. Well, I don't know what. I don't even know if he put him on. You know, he didn't put him in. Yeah, I was say, I don't even think he put Probably him just in. sitting there. Hmm. Uh, he didn't want to get on the ladder with his greasy chest. Thankfully, the D. Stefani family was watching Bandit. Because Bandit doesn't need batteries and smells the smoke. <laughs> yep, he jumped up on uh, Rich's wife, Jennifer DeStefani. She was probably pissed. To alert Don't her. Don't mess up my hair. To alert her about this awful smell. Yeah, she's probably really pissed because the house is filled with fucking smoke. Yep, her hair's and all messed up. And the kitchen's on fire. She can't smell it. The kitchen's on fire. That game over. Jennifer then woke up the family and called 911. And they all, there was three of them in the house. It was an 11-year-old daughter. As well as, which I'm assuming that's a hairbrush that uh, Rich used to comb his oil. Yeah, it's whatever. Pube hair. Anyways, so Jennifer woke up the family. They went outside. They all ended up unharmed, thankfully. That's good. Including the dog. Bandit was also unharmed. Good Good. job, Bandit. The fire department showed up, cleared the stove, and the family were able to get a cleaning crew for all the smoke damage and keep their house. Ah, yay. The family lives... Hopefully, everyone also to this day makes fun of the absolute moron that Rich DiStefani is for Hopefully. boiling a hairbrush. Oh, you know his wife brings it up every time. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Didn't you fucking put a hairbrush in Who here? boils a hairbrush? <laughs> oh, honestly. You fucking retarded. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that in front of the... <laughs> oh, man, I would hate to be him. <laughs> Constantly stuffing his face with pasta, trying to forget his past. <laughs> so did they, did they end up getting their own dog? No. Uh, it doesn't say. But, you think they would. But I Bandit would. is now considered a hero in the town and quickly earned the nickname Smoke Alarm. <sighs> I know. Hey, he's a fucking smoke cool. alarm. None of these nicknames are cool. Hey, you know what a smoke alarm does? It wakes you up. That's what they call it. Smoke Alarm. Mm-hmm. Stupid So idiots. clever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm wondering if Rich had to like go through and, or if they had the fire department go through and install the fire. The smoke oh, I guarantee. No, they probably did it for them when they when they came yeah. in and cleared it out. It was like, hey, you idiot, you didn't put your smoke alarm in. Who boils a hairbrush? First of all, I've never boiled anything other than noodles. I never thought hey, I'm going to put that in some hot I boiled, water. I boiled clothes to dye them. I've heard of that. I've never done it, but... Well, actually, Barker did. No I didn't people do, do it. it. I mean, rice, noodles. Yeah, it's usually food. Yeah, always food. Or, like, if you're going to put... Get some soup hot, you know. water in the bathtub up. or something. Oh, if you don't have hot water, yeah. Well, just make hotter water than what your bathtub can provide you. Why's your... That means you need a hot water. Again, these are things Barker did at the house. Okay, well... Yeah, I can see if, like, you know, your pilot light goes, on, goes out on your hot water heater or something like that. For sure, you got to boil it. I would it. never boil a hairbrush. No, simple as that. It's not It's mm-hmm. not on the list of things to sense. boil. It's not on the list of things to boil. It doesn't it, even make sense. What no. are you sterilizing? Nothing. All you're doing is brushing hair. He probably found some crabs when he was combing his fucking pubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably cheating on his From wife. his side chick, yep. Yeah. He didn't probably... want his daughter to get in her hair. Exactly. That would be awkward for a, a young girl to have crabs. Yep, and try to explain that as the dad. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> He'll have a new nickname. Yep. Yeah, pedophile. Called jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pedophile rich. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to Georgia. Ah, Georgia. Georgia National Guardsman Chris Duke has a story of not one, but three good boys. One, oh. two, three. Actually, two of them are girls. Chris, so, three Duke. good dogs. Very good dogs. While serving in Afghanistan, he befriended three stray dogs. 
Sasha, Rufus, and Target. I'm going to guess Rufus is the boy. Target is the boy. Weird. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Rufus is the boy. I would hope so. Rufus is the boy. Uh, one night, a suicide bomber attempted to sneak into the unit's housing area and, obviously, bombed them all to death. Okay. I couldn't do that. Right. Well, you're not part of Al-Qaeda. That's no. true. That's true. However, the stray dogs who were hanging out around the housing unit wanted none of that shit and attacked and bit at the bomber before he could get to the housing unit. <laughs> nice. This caused the bomber to panic, who obviously is not good under duress, and then did his Al-Qaeda duty and blew himself up. Good. With the dogs. Aww. Hmm. Sasha was wounded so badly that she had to be put to rest as soon as they discovered the bombing, because I'm sure the whole unit woke up from the suicide bomber. All right, so here's one for you. Now, in order to be a suicide bomber, you know, you do the whole, I'm going to blow myself up, get my 48 virgins, right? 97? Whatever it is. Does that still... 91? Does that still count... 71. If you're doing it and you kill dogs as opposed to humans? I don't think it counts at all. Huh. Are you talking about in the eyes of people for Al-Qaeda? Yeah, because you're a job. I think you're, you have to successfully... You're su- su- supposed to successfully blow up whatever you're supposed to blow up, yeah, right? Yeah, I think you have to successfully And then you get your 85 them. women, you know, virgins or whatever it is in the future. 71 or 67. 38, 28. Uh, once, or can you do like every... You just get them when you get to heaven. Well, you do it's what not you want like to you have two chances at suicide bombing. Yeah, once you get there, you just got your 98 virgins just hanging out. You do what you want to once you're up there, because you're there forever. It's pretty much 72. 72 virgins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever it is. Either way it goes. It's 72. It's definitely 72. Either way it goes. It's ridiculous. So that's what I'm saying. Like, now he's, he he died, and if they believe in the whole afterlife, now he's going to be up there like, oh, man. I think dogs are sacred. I don't know about that. I'm not really sure what animal is. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I know. I'm sure it's not cool. I'm sure everyone that found out that he blew up, he got scared from some dogs yeah, fucking him he, up. Yeah, he didn't get his virgins. No. No. He's also a suicide. What are you afraid of? I don't think anyone gets their virgins. No one gets their virgins. If you're a suicide bomber, why would you be afraid of some dogs attacking you when you know that you're going to you kill yourself? You are about to die. Because it hurts. Because he, well, see, there you go. Perfect example. He's afraid because if he didn't complete his mission, he wouldn't get his 72 virgins. Well, he didn't complete his fucking mission. Exactly. What an idiot. That's why he was scared. Some some of these suicide bombers are so dumb. So dumb. Let's <laughs> say all of them. It's such a simple thing, guys. <laughs> Just accomplish the mission. I don't know if I can say this. Just either. walk through the door. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so Sasha was wounded so bad that she sadly had to be put to rest by saving some lives. It was a good dog. Okay. The other two recovered and were sent back to the USA as heroes. Oh, they were already in the USA, two, weren't they? No, they're in, no. <laughs> they're they're in Georgia. They're dogs in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, no, the guy's from Georgia. Okay. Uh, Duke from Georgia gained ownership of Rufus, the, the boy dog. And Sergeant Terry Young, who was also part of that unit, got to take home the nice young girl target. Hmm. I imagine looking like real scruffy and kind of shitty. Story's not over. Well, stray dogs, yeah. Mutts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they probably took them to the groomers when they got home and stuff. Well, they spent some money on them. Yeah. They're still probably... They're heroes. Yeah. They're, they really are heroes. Yeah. They saved... A, I don't know how many people are in this unit, but they saved... They got to have saved at least fucking 20 lives. I mean, they definitely saved one. Three. Two. Two. They definitely, definitely saved at least two. Definitely saved at least two. Uh... 
the story's not over because now we're going to talk about what happened when Target came to America. Died? Coming to America. One night, Target, who was living in the hard, hard streets of Mesa, Arizona. Well, not the hard streets. Living in Mesa, Arizona with Sergeant Terry Young. That's a rough area. Got loose and was running. Yeah, no. That's why. Yeah, I put it in quotes. <laughs> but uh, Target got loose out of Sergeant Terry's backyard because she could not be contained, according to this article. She had a lot of energy. She was also probably used to being stray. I mean, a lot of times it's hard to And Arizona is, I mean, I'm not going to say like Afghanistan, but probably similar terrain. It's sand. Yeah. And so she has like those thought thought process of like, I'm still sitting in sand. Yeah. So, uh. Don't nobody control me. That's what she said. (laughs) Target. That's what she said. Target. (laughs) Target got loose and was running through the hardened streets of Mesa, Arizona. Right. Sergeant Young found Target on Animal Control's website and then paid his fine to go retrieve the war hero. He's like, we're sorry. We didn't mean for Target to get loose, you know. Paid his fine? Yeah, apparently you get fined if your dog gets loose. You got to pay Animal Control. Yeah, gas costs money. Oh, paying them to pick him. Okay, yeah. Well, no, they picked him up. They got to pay him so he can go get the dog. That's because Animal Control did the picking up, yeah. Yep, they picked up, uh, they picked up Target on Friday. And then he paid them, but they closed. So he's like, all right, I'll get Target on Monday since you guys are closed for the weekend. Makes sense. Because, like, of course, animal control needs a weekend off. Yeah. It's a hard life. However, when he showed up on Monday, he discovered that there was a uh, over-enthusiastic worker at the animal control who did a weekend shift and accidentally euthanized Target. Real nice. Accidentally euthanized a dog. Yeah, that's what the animal control said to him. <clears throat> Got to do an eye for an eye in one of those situations. <clears throat> so you I wrote, target, uh, we're going to kill you. Yeah, I think so. I wrote, killing a war hero that had no issues with them, just out of negligence and deplorable judgment, which wow. is what this animal control guy did. Wow. And then I wrote, sounds like animal control is just a part of a small part of a big lake. But we're not political, so we're not going to talk about any of that. Okay. But I don't like the ending of that one. R.I.P. to Target and Sasha. True heroes. Yeah, fuck. However, Duke, Duke still owns Rufus to this day. Rufus is still, still going. Kicking. Rufus is still kicking, being that hero that he is. Good job, Rufus. So at least at least one of them had a happy ending. For now. Yeah. That young's still going pretty good. I mean, he's out of dog, but... Uh, he might still be alive, yeah. I'm not really sure if he is. I'm assuming he is. Now we yeah. head over to the greatest state I've ever been in. Florida. Ohio? No, Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. Hmm. Ohio. How dare you? I'm going to guess it's not going to be a chihuahua. Uh, it is not a chihuahua. It's a German or a, shepherd. Or a Pomeranian either. Stupid German dog. shepherd. Good yeah. dog. Good dog. Good strong dog. Good choice of dog. Ben Heinrichs of Caswell Lakes, Alaska. Wow. Was, and I am assuming here, Smoking meth in his car repair shop when the spark from his crack lighter ignited the gasoline in his repair shop. <laughs> why, are just, right. why are you assuming he's smoking meth? Because he lives in Alaska. That's why. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of meth heads in Alaska. Uh, whatever happened to light this gasoline, uh, it caused him to catch on fire, which he had to run outside and roll in the snow to extinguish the flames. And then ran back inside to make Benefit sure his of living in Alaska. Yep. And then he had to run back inside the building to make sure his good buddy, Buddy, was okay. Of course, his name's Buddy. Yep. Dog's name is Buddy. 
Sounds like he's being the hero in this situation. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm confused. What's going on here? Well, Ben Heinrich at this point was completely engulfed in flames, and his face was melting. Basically. But I thought he ran out in the snow. Yeah, but he ran back in to save the dog, so he Why caught on fire like... again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he also didn't have a phone because everything was on fire. Okay. <clears throat> so he told Buddy to go get help, as any stereotypical redneck would do. But go get the, go get the sheriff. And Buddy left. <laughs> it's just never to be went. seen again. Now, oh, Buddy awesome. Buddy has never had training on, you know, there being a fire and what to do in a fire, you know, because he's a fucking dog. Yeah, that's not part of living as a dog. Uh, Buddy also has no idea what a fire department worker or an emergency worker looks like. He just knows what people look like. Yeah, he likes humans, wag his tail. Hey, he's a dog. dog. Hey, hey, human, human. And uh, he definitely cannot talk to humans. No. He is, <laughs> as we've established. He's still a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. But, boy, did he surprise somebody. What do you do? Terrence Shanigan, the local emergency guy who just seemed to be driving around the town, uh, got a call about a possible fire. But Terrence Shanigan couldn't find where to go because his GPS system was broken. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to guess that this dog's name is going to be Buddy the GPS. Yeah, right? Uh, I don't have a nickname for Buddy. Or Buddy the Tracker. Mm. There's no nickname for Buddy in this story. Okay. So what does he do? Jump in the back of his truck? Uh, Well, Terrence is trying to find this road to go find the fire because for whatever reason, his GPS is broken. He's a state trooper. He's a state trooper, and most of them don't have... I mean, they have a lot of space to cover in those areas, but there's not a lot of things that can catch on fire. They're also very hardcore, too. So yeah, Alaska State Trooper's a great show. It's weird that this one guy's like, fuck. Great show. Uh, Then all of a sudden, this random fucking German shepherd comes running up to his car, poking his head in the window, barking at him and shit. Mm. And he's like, what's up with this fucking dog? Yeah, dog, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to find this fucking house. And then Burn. the dog starts running down this road. He's like, well, maybe I'll follow him. Maybe he knows what a fire is, because I don't so, know shit. <laughs> Terrence followed the dog, who led him directly to the burning workshop, which ended up saving the house of Ben and Buddy. Okay, second. Was this the fire he was actually supposed to be going to? Yep. The Apparently someone had called trooper. on the fire. So... The state trooper that was supposed to be going to the fire where the dog is getting him to go to. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, this this uh, workshop, this car workshop, was attached to his house. Right. So Buddy ended up making it in time to where they could help direct the fire department to put out the fire before the house caught on fire. Yeah, so essentially this guy has just been fixing his neighbor's cars out of his garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably the neighbor probably called and was like, yep. well, I don't want you guys to come over my house, but like this other house on fire. Well, you yeah. got to put it out because he's supposed to be working on my car. Hence meth. And my car is in there. Right. All right. Uh, Buddy was then, Buddy was honored with Alaska's hero medal. Woo! At a ceremony held by the Alaska State Troopers. We gave Buddy a nice old medal for being a good old boy. I'd love to get it. Could get him a Alaska job too. State Trooper medal. That'd be cool. I'll take any state's cool. trooper medal. Yeah, I just like Alaska State Troopers because I watch the show. It is a good show. It's really good show. And that was a good buddy. Good buddy. Paul Horton. Buddy the Tracker. Paul Horton. Oh, Paul. Paul Horton lives in Austin, Texas. 
God damn it. And Paul Horton wanted to rip through them trails on his mountain bike one Hell day. Hell yeah, brother. Wanted to fucking cruise well, up that fucking mountainside. Yeah, but on, when I'm with a mountain bike, it's kind of hard to make him sound like a, a, a like like a hick, though. He's not cool. Mountain bikers are different than hillbillies. Well, I'm not trying to make him sound like a hick. I'm trying to make him sound like oh, a southern man. Oh, I was just man. doing it. That's why. Oh, yeah. No, it's just a southern guy. Hmm. I imagine him still in the tight still clothes, though. Ima- yeah, I still don't imagine, like... Yeah, he's like a fit... He looks like a 40-year-old, like, wanting to be fit. Because he's still, like, kind of skinny Okay, okay. Which could be for another reason, but we'll get into that. Meth? No. We'll, Damn it. We'll get there very shortly. Okay. Adam Nagy here to discuss tipping with you. Tipping often means that the people who serve products and end up making more than the ones who create them. And we think on Hostile Gentlemen, that the disparity is wrong. Tipping has a classist racist history. Tipping has an aristocratic custom that did not take hold in the United States until slavery was abolished. Employers didn't like having to pay wages to newly freed African Americans, so tipping became their only source of income. Tipping is also super sexist. 70% of all tipped workers are women who are forced to live on tips and compelled to tolerate inappropriate behavior to making a living. 37% of all sexual harassment claims come from restaurants. Customers don't like having to tip. Tipping feels awkward and compulsory. Doing math when the bill rises is a pain. And we don't like having to tip. So why would we make our customers do it? Tips do not fix poor service. If someone has a bad experience, that is the company's fault and not the server's. A tip is a very inefficient way of communicating a problem to the people who can actually do something about it. So tell us, don't punish someone's salary. Tipping fosters com- competition between coworkers for their best shifts and sections instead of cooperation and teamwork. Studies have shown that tips do not ensure good service. Did you tip your doctor or banker? People in other professions perform their jobs well without being tipped by customers. So why is this different in any other industry? We know people are not motivated by money to do their job well. They simply take pride in their work. Believing a tip ensures better service is dehumanizing. It makes the server a low-class person. Ooh, yeah, it's the holiday season. You know what that means? That means I'm sitting here in my powerful chair, and I'm going to give you some less advertisements so you can enjoy our product even more thoroughly. However, that does not mean I'm not going to give out any advertisements. And right now I'm going to advertise our service of advertisements to you. That's right. At Hostile Gentlemen, we can create ads for you. You can have them read off by our dear friend Captain Nagy, our great host, David Thomas, or, you know, the best advertiser in the game, me, Dr. Hodge. We can help you service and display your product in the best way possible. We can provide you the content and the customers to get you through this holiday season. That's right, business owners. If you want people to show up at your door... Why not contact the smartest, most handsome, most reliable people in podcasting? Us, the Hostile Gentlemen. Feel free to message us on Facebook or email us at austinrmadagmail.com with your product description, and we can work out negotiating terms and be on our way with a partnership between me, us, and you. So again, email us at austinaramad at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook to our Hostile Gentleman page and let's work out a contract for each other.
So Paul Horton, being the middle-aged man he was, probably should have remembered that, you know, when you're he mountain biking... He doesn't know biking, how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> that's possible. You probably <laughs> should know if you're trying to he, he went and bought it. He, he's the dad that, like, went and bought everything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to go out here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be young again. Well, <laughs> he, did, he did forget one thing. Uh-oh. That was a helmet. God damn it. All you really need is your bicycle and a helmet. Once you're ripping through those trails on a mountain bike, you should probably be wearing a helmet. Maybe elbow yeah, I mean, pads. It's no joke. When can you be get dangerous. Hats, yeah. yeah wrist there's, guards. Some, there's rocks and trees. You want to know how dangerous? He got stuck in between some rocks. Paul Horton flipped right over his handlebars after hitting a rock and landed right on his head. If he was wearing a helmet. And in comes Yogi. Yogi the bear? Yogi. Nope. Yogi, his trusted golden retriever. That's ah, a good breed. Was chasing after the mountain bike like a good old dog does. I'm gonna bite you. I'm gonna bite you. Horton could get barely get the tire. Get the tire. Get the tire. <laughs> when Horton regained consciousness, he realized that Yogi was next to him, very scared, like okay. and he mustered all his strength to tell Yogi to go get help. Yogi, As, go get help. Which seems to just be the stereotypical word for a dog, because all dogs just go get help or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's just something innately that humans do because the dogs are around yeah i don't know it's weird because it's like three stories now i mean i'd like, like to i'd like to i mean i don't want to be in a situation where i'm like life or death and ha- have a dog with me and say go get help but i'm curious to see what what would cause you to say tell your dog to go get help let's say this is the third story that yeah, we and, got that a dude's like get help and, and the dog's any, like All right. yeah no yeah. problem I got and in any yeah. movie ever that's always the thing yeah Really strange. It's a weird concept. Yogi reluctantly ran away from his owner to go find somebody. Okay. Yogi ran to the main road and just so happened to flag down Horton's neighbors, who knew that he was out for Oh, he flagged him down. He just, you know, stood on his hind legs and just (laughs) started waving his arm. Well, the the neighbors, the Tates, have never seen Yogi act so scared and frantic. So they were like, (laughs) there must be a problem because Yogi's usually gone. Where the hell is Brandon? Yeah. He's either happy or mad. I'm not sure. Paul. Paul. Paul Horton. Paul. Uh, they've never seen Yogi act so scared. So Paul must have uh, very frequently riding these trails for the for his neighbors, the Hortons, to be like, well, we better go make sure his fucking idiot. Yeah, is. definitely. Anyways, so Yogi flagged down the neighbors, the Tates, and they followed the good old boy back to Horton's motionless body, <laughs> where they called 911 and were like, hey, this guy might be dead. Nice. They got Paul Horton to the hospital, where it was discovered that because Horton wasn't wearing a helmet and flipped over his handles, and uh, hit a rock. he was paralyzed from the chest down because he pinched his vertebrae on his spinal cord. Oh. He's forever paralyzed. Forever. Shit. From the chest down. That sucks. And he probably doesn't have Stephen Hawking money. No. Oh, he uh, doesn't. It, it, it he... says that he has just started to regain sense in his arms a little bit. Okay. But, like, still... No penis. no penis. No, no, he's in a wheelchair for life. Yeah. Uh, however, sucks. Yogi was named the Valor Dog of the Year by the Humane Society of the United States for this act of heroism. Good job, dog. And I mean, he did wave. He did. Yogi saved his life. And also, Paul Horton was a retired military veteran. Of course he was. And Yogi was a military dog. Yep, and of course, it makes the story ten times worse because it was a retired military vet. Yeah, who just wanted to rip through those trails in Austin on his mountain bike. Now, every and day I'm, he looks at the dog and he's like, you should just let me die. Gotta wear a helmet yeah, because the fucking military. I'm about saying, all people, him being a guy in the military, wearing his helmet all the time. Idiot. Probably this, got his helmet at home. This rock won't take me out if I can survive <laughs> the military. 
That's what he's probably saying. Flipped over his handlebar mm. because of a rock. Now he's paralyzed for life. Yep. yep. So, kids out there listening, stop listening because this is an adult show. <laughs> and adults out there, wear a helmet. Yeah, I'm make sure gonna, never to ride a mountain bike. If this could happen, if you're gonna rip down yeah, trails, I wear, I'm not gonna rip trails. I'm not a bro. I do sometimes. They're fun. That's fair. Huh? Now, <laughs> turn his mind about it. Now over to Canada. No, I'm just I'm scared of rocks now. <laughs> Headed to good old Canada. God damn it. We're in Boston Bar, British Columbia. Okay. Where four year old child or not four year old? I think this kid's eleven. I didn't put his age. I think he's eleven. Canadian child. Aust- what makes you think he's eleven? I know they had it in the article. I just didn't put the age down. Okay, but it was double digits. I'm pretty sure he's eleven. Okay. Canadian child Austin Foreman was tasked on getting firewood for his family. Okay. Easy. His dog Angel, who was his best friend, of course, stuck close to his side like dog. usual as he performed his task of getting firewood. Good. And then tragedy struck. Damn it! What do you do? What do you? Th- think could happen. It tripped uh, over a rock. Tripped over a rock? Either tripped over a rock and, you know, hit his head on something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he fell down a well. Okay. You know, Ooh, I've heard of bears in, well. in Canada. Ooh, hey, yeah, you're actually getting kind of warm. Ooh. Did he get kicked by a moose? Mm, you're getting close. Ooh. A cougar leapt from out oh, of nowhere. I was going to say mountain lion. That was my next guess. <laughs> yep. Cougar leapt out from behind the fucking firewood branch and charged towards Austin. Oh, shit. And this is when Angel showed just how good of a girl he she was. Austin, run! I wrote Actually, what I wrote is this is when Angel showed Austin how to be a man. But either way, yeah. Angel jumped in front of the Austin and started fucking up this cougar. Okay. I obviously got into a big ass fight right. between uh, I believe Angel is a golden retriever as well it looked like she's a golden retriever okay. so Angel Cougar fighting Austin's like oh my god Angel <laughs> oh uh, my god a cougar yeah I'm like what is it <laughs> and Austin got so scared he ran inside to get his mommy he pissed his pants he left his dog <laughs> he probably pissed, yeah yeah he left his dog yeah. to go get his mom because he didn't know what to do so Which, see all these stories kind the, of dog, fair. the dog leaves to get help in the proper sense of like getting help whereas the kid runs away because he's scared well, he wouldn't got his mob, which, you know, being 11, I guess, kind of makes sense. It's not like he could beat a cougar. I mean, you got a whole bundle of sticks. That's true. Start whipping it at him. I feel like, I don't he know. He got scared. I, I'm not saying I would. I just feel like in the situation, my dog's getting attacked. High adrenaline. I think I'm going to start throwing something at something. He got scared. He went and got his mom. Yeah, like, yeah. Can't be, it was in this backyard. So I'm, it's giving, not I'm like, giving the benefit of doubt kind of thing. The run can't be that far because he was getting firewood in the backyard. Yeah, so but how big is the backyard? We're talking about Columbia or British it could, Canada. It could be big. It could be a could decent be backyard. He, got some, he could have some acres. Uh, so his mom, instead of going outside to stop the fight, just called 911. And a constable arrived to shoot the dang old cougar dead. By then, your dog would be dead. Like, I mean, if it, if the dog didn't win, I'm just saying. Like, if it was a situation where you were trying to save your dog's life. The yeah, fight, they're not showing up The fast. fight was going no. on under their porch by the time the constable showed up. Oh, uh, they were everywhere, huh? So they had moved from the firewood to the porch, still fucking each other up. Okay. Uh, Angel suffered some seriously deep bites and scratches. I would assume so. But made a recovery. Well, good, good. Angel survived. All okay. right. As a reward, the child. it was said the child spent his next allowance... Buying the biggest steak his money could buy for Angel. Good. Got her a big old fucking steak. All right. I like oh, that. What kind of allowance this kid is getting? Fuck. Steak's nah, not cheap. <laughs> Damn, you got $17 saved I mean, even if you got five bucks, it's still 
It's not a five dollar steak kind of situation. It sounds like he got a pretty hefty steak from okay, the way so they like it. a good a good fourteen or fifteen dollar steak. That's what I hope. I would hope so. Angel deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Good old dog. I wonder if she got medium, medium rare. She went rare. Yeah, the dog Ooh. should have rare. All right. That dog went a little rare. bit warm though. I think they just got it cold and gave it to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened to the cougar? The cougar got shot. They probably shot the cougar. Oh, man. Because they got said. too close to the... You didn't hear my amazing... Which I still think is bullshit, but... My amazing journalistic line of, a constable arrived to shoot that dang old cougar dead. Yeah, you said that, but yeah, you, but didn't, you didn't, say didn't say he actually did shot him. You said he arrived to do it, well, but the dog was saved. Okay, fine. The constable arrived and shot the dang old cougar dead. And the dog was saved. There we go. Yeah. Because it would have been embarrassing I, to just graze his head. <laughs> like the, the cougar's robbers. attacking you. At, le- at least in that situation, it makes more sense because the cougar's moving. A robber's pointing a gun at your face. Like, he should not have missed that guy's head. He really should. <laughs> I, I still don't understand that situation. Like, I also still don't agree with the fact that shooting been the cougar, a, It had to have been an intimidation thing. That's all it was. Because there's no way that you're that close to steal someone's car keys and you miss shooting them in the head. Exactly. They Unless you truly them. are an idiot. Or you got googly eyes. Like your dog. Yeah, looking different <laughs> no ways. No idea which direction to look. Lastly, we head over to our great home state. I just say I still don't agree with shooting the cougar. Well. I get why it happened. Save the dog. Yeah, but at the same time, the cougar's doing nothing but doing, his, doing what the cougar does. I'd rather shoot the cougar than the dog. True. I'm not gonna sh- I don't want to shoot either one of them. Yeah, but you're not going to get the cougar to shoo away at that point. I know you're not, but I'm just saying I don't like the idea of shooting the cougar. I'm just saying. All right, I don't that's, agree, that's fine. I just don't agree with it. I'm that's saying fine. that in the situation, I yeah, know it doesn't what count I, as the dog winning the fight. Yeah, and I, and I know what I would have to do in the situation. I'd definitely go get my gun and shoot the cougar because I want my dog to live. I agree. Yeah, it's good but dog. I, I still hate the idea of killing the animal. It sucks. I like hunting. Hunting for a purpose. You're just killing a cougar. They, you know, they just threw it away. Like. That's a lot of serial killers kill cougars, too. Hey. I've been waiting to use that line this whole time. Once again, mm-hmm. humans don't care about. Once again. I've been waiting for already, that line. Already, already established, I don't care about humans. You can tell by my smile I wanted to say that this whole time. I can't tell. No, oh, okay. I wanted to say this whole time. Lastly, this is our last good boy story. And we, it's a girl dog. We head over to yeah, our right. great state of Michigan. Oh, made it all the way back. The state with the cleanest water and the sexiest podcast host. Which that's us. route did we take to get to Michigan? Did we go over through the tunnel or did we take the bridge? We're in Rockford, Michigan. That's probably in the middle. I think it's downriver. I think it's somewhere like that Lansing. You got internet? Yeah, just do find that. Out. Pretty sure it's, I thought it was downriver, but it could be in the middle. Pretty sure it's downriver, though. Very do, possible. Do, 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 yeah, I've never do, been to Rockford. I've heard of it. So if I were to put my hand as a mitten. So after all these brownouts, I'm having a hard time with the internets. Ah. I was never connected. This so is some quality content we got going right now. Well, I just turned it off, so now we're going to see if it'll load. We'll explain what the map of Michigan um, looks like. You ever so, seen a, a mitten? Yeah, it's the palm of your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all your fingers closed. Yep. Don't open them because then it's not a mitten Why would anymore. they be closed? Because that's a mitten. If you close, open your fingers, then it's a glove. Yeah, it's a turkey. Oh, well, no, your thumb's got to be out. 
fingers and a thumb. Your thumb is still a finger. It's a thumb. It's a finger. It is literally proven to be a thumb. It is your fifth finger. <laughs> it is a thumb. Oh, God. Four fingers and a thumb. That's how it goes on one hand. We will. We can have a scientific debate if you want. Three hours and 42 Science minutes away. It. Three hours. And 42 minutes away. What was it? West, West yep. Coast? West, north of Grand Rapids. Okay. Oh, All yeah. right. Just north of Grand Rapids. Well, we were wrong. Yeah, way off. <laughs> so, as I said, the state with the cleanest water and the sexiest podcast hosts. Yeah. I don't want that line to go to waste because we are. I wouldn't the necessarily cleanest. I'd say f- definitely freshest water because we have all the all the fresh water. Mainly the sexiest podcast hosts and the most freshest water. Yes, largest, the greatest body. of lakes, the largest of bodies of fresh water. And we even have an Upper Peninsula, which Fox News tried to dub Canada. Yeah, yeah. fucking idiots. It was hilarious. Well, like recently? So yeah, dumb. Yeah, it was like a week ago. They had a map up of like talking about Wisconsin or something. And then for the Upper Peninsula, they just wrote Canada. Yeah. <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, dumb. We go over to Jerry Dutt. Also, Michigan is the only mitten-shaped state in this fucking country. Just throwing that out there for all the Wisconsinites who like to say that they have a mitten. They do not have a mitten. Exactly. That's dumb as fuck. Doesn't... No, I was thinking about all the states that have just a straight line. That's a... It's called Wyoming a panhandle. and Nevada. Yeah, it's like called squares. a panhandle. No, the panhandle. That's Oklahoma. Oklahoma panhandle. Florida. Uh, Florida panhandle. That's it. Arkansas has a panhandle. Really? Texas has a couple has a of straight lines. Of them, whatever that, whenever there's that little handle that looks like a pan, hmm. off of the state has a pan handle. Anyways, Jerry Duthet, Duthet, oh, yeah. Duthet, citizen of Rockford, Michigan, had a bum toe. God damn. Oh. This is going to be the worst story of them all. Sounds like it. And it had to be in Michigan as well. Yeah. He's no, had a, yeah, yeah. Jerry okay. had a bum toe for a couple months. But Jerry's a man, so he said, fuck it. He kept he said, on. I, I'm walking my bum toe. He kept on keeping on like Jerry Dudehead knows best. Jerry, don't fuck my bad toe. Well, this toe became seriously infected. Good. And his wife insisted that Jerry go and check it out. Oh, I was going to say, his wife, cut it off. Oh, being the, <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. Being the classic Rockford, Michigan man that Jerry was. Classic. Uh, needed some liquid courage so he could get to the doctor. All right. You know, because Jerry is an alcoholic. Oh, that makes more sense also. So, the night before he was supposed to go to the doctor, doing what all smart men would do, Jerry got piss-wasted. Yep. He Good. went out went out to the bar, had several beers, and they went at a point to say two giant margaritas. Oh, okay. So, I can only imagine yeah. it's like that Azteca fishbowl margarita yeah, thing. Boy. Probably. Yeah. And his wife had to pick him up from the bar... Take him home where he passed out on his bed. What a night. And this is where Kiko, their little terrier, comes into play. Wow. What did you say? Kiko? Kiko. Kiko. K-I-K-O. Kiko. Kiko. I didn't want to say Kaiko, so Kiko. Yeah, you don't want to say that too often. Yeah, so Kiko. Kiko. Kiko has had enough of Jerry's bullshit. Fucking idiot. Looking at his bum toe for months. Just drunk slob. Piece of shit loser. So as Jerry was dreaming of naked Asians and liquor fountains, <laughs> I just just assume that a Rockford man would like that. Sure, now that I know not? where Rockford is. Yeah, sure. Kiko ate most of Duke Tet's toe completely oh, off his body. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. He didn't wake up to that? No, because he's so fucking drunk. Oh, I would man. wake up to that. 
Yeah, you probably would. I would. Kiko probably got fucking hammered, too. Yeah, that's a drunk Or at least a, he got a hell of a sugar high. That's a drunk Because we're going to find out why Jerry didn't feel it. Ooh. When Jerry woke up, he realized that he definitely now needed to go to the hospital because his toe was bleeding and missing. Because it was gone. There, the doctors found out that Dute Het, since he's been putting up going to the doctors for months, uh, his blood sugar was a little bit higher than it should have been. Oh, a diabetic toe. Now, Nagy, do you know what your blood sugar is supposed to be? 64. I don't know if that... I mean, I guess... 50 to 70. Your sugar should be below 120. 50 to 70. Yeah. I don't know if that's too low. Might be too low. I don't know what too low is. Uh, You guys want to take a guess at uh, how slightly high Dutehead's blood sugar was? 380. Okay. Uh, It's supposed to be under 120? Yeah. It was slightly high. Slightly means 150. Okay. Dutehead's blood sugar was a little bit more than 120 at... 560. I was closer. Oh, man. <laughs> slightly higher. So they called it slightly higher. He needs to lose the sugar. More than four times what your blood sugar should be. And this is from drinking every day? Drinking, probably eating like shit. Yeah, it's a little bit I'm of trying to paint the picture of the guy when you I'm saying think also, he's like, an alcoholic he's man an alcoholic, who doesn't want to also... go to the doctor. He likes Asians and liquor fountains. He's definitely a yeah. fat ass. Yeah. He also likes extremely large margaritas, which are 85% sugar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, They amputated whatever was left of his toe that the dog didn't eat off, which is why I said the dog might have gotten a sugar high. Uh, Since his his diabetes infection was so bad that it went into the bone of his toe. Oh, all the way. Didn't cut off his foot, though, or his whole foot or his leg because the dog chewed off his toe. Good, yeah, the t- dog actually helped him out in that situation. Uh, this was also the reason that Dude Het didn't feel his toe getting eaten off because he was so numb from the amount of diabetes in his toe that he had no feeling. <laughs> in the toe. Yeah. That's why he didn't think it was a problem, I'm assuming. Of course not. Or he's a weirdo and the dog was... So, he thought how did he originally hurt his toe? Dropped a lock on it? No, it's from the diabetes. Oh, it's from the diabetes? Just di- diabetes attacked his toe, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It just finds a way to, you know, find a spot dying. to, yeah, The toe you. just starts dying. Yeah. Listeners, um, I have a, my, my index finger on my left hand likes to turn orange, like, once a month. You got last, like, two Ds. If anyone of you know what that is, comment below. Usually when things turn orange, it's a high level of creatine. I have I've read that. But That's then they said to fix your creatine. You got to, uh, Could be because that all energy cancer. drinks have creatine in them, usually. Maybe it's just the always just the one finger. Stop drinking energy drinks, and also for a week. stop googling things because you'll always have cancer. Oh, it's yeah. Always like you, <laughs> oh, you got cancer. Well, I've had what? cancer seven times. Austin's had cancer and diabetes in the last yeah. week. Every yeah. time I Google a problem, I have cancer. Not exactly. only did I have gout, but I also had diabetes <laughs> and cancer all in one day. Exactly. See, so just just That's gotta stop. And then I found out that it was just a broken toe. Yeah, you gotta stop. Oh, googling similar it. to the story. Well, no, I didn't, didn't have diabetes and my toe cut off. It was just, bro, the bone was broken. And yeah. you didn't notice? No, because I'm a man. He fucking worked on it. Yeah, so he thought it was gout. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you had a boot. I was like, limping around forever. I was extremely concerned. Yeah, I had a boot on. And then they gave mm-hmm. him a boot. Yeah. That was a fun time. You were driving around with it? Yep. Yeah, they told me not to do anything on the foot. And I was like, well. <laughs> I gotta live. Gotta work. 
I'm still going to do Remember it. Remember when you ripped a muscle the other day by sneezing? Uh, I think I pulled my upper stomach muscle by sneezing too hard. Did you Google that, too? Did you get cancer no, yesterday? No, I just texted Nagy about it. Oh, I thought you got cancer yesterday from that. No. Okay. And some other things. Yeah, sneezing, <laughs> when sneezing goes wrong. Right. <laughs> I was on the toilet. I sneezed, and I was mm. like, ah! No, that's just because you were pushing too hard while you were sneezing. It was, it was all sorts of... It's what happens when you try to take a shit. It still hurts, honestly. It's what happens when you try to take a shit and sneeze it's at the same time. still a little time. bit sore. Yeah. Have they proved what happens when you sneeze and someone hits you in the back of the head at the same time? Do you still go Google-eyed? Or no. is that just a myth? <laughs> it's never been a thing. Uh-huh. You remember that's that like, from elementary that's school? That's like, can you puke and poop at the same yeah. time, you know? Yeah, because yeah, the whole thing was like... That. Yeah. Oh, you can. I've done mm-hmm. it. Because they always tell you you can't sneeze and keep your eyes open. Kids used to try doing that because then your eyes will bug out if you fucking sneeze too hard. I got three That's lines. That's why your eyes closed. I'm like, come on. I got three lines left in this story. What's the first line? Uh, Jerry, who was obviously distraught, went to go kill his dog. When Chico? He, yep, for biting off his toe. When he realized on the drive to put the dog down, because he was at least going to do it at a vet. When they're just going to shoot it. Didn't he already it. get his like results back of why his toe was like it was? Yes. Yes. So he, why would he kill it if... Because it bit his toe off still. Still technically helped him. Well, this is what he realized on the drive, that the dog actually saved his life. Yeah. I mean... It, so instead of selflessly murdering his guardian angel, he instead swore off alcohol, and to this day is still sober, and trying to live a happier and healthier life. But is he? However... Oh, there it is. He does now consistently wear shoes to go to bed. Because he's afraid his dog has a taste for human flesh or something. Oh, my God. It is a shit terrier, so. Oh, my God. Kiko isn't really that big of a hero, but I felt like this is the best way to end this. We're going to relate to it. I mean, that's what terriers do, though. I hate terriers. What do you mean, every terrier? There's a lot of terriers out there. Just straight terriers. I don't like straight dog terriers. Straight you don't dog. like the toe-eating ones. Ter- like the ones that are like really furry and like look like they're homeless all the time. It's not a, it's a, a terrier. Terrier is the main breed. Everything else is a subsect of. There's nothing that's a terrier. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I don't know what I don't know the exact one. It's just the yeah, cliche that's what I'm saying, terrier. It's like the one that you see in every terriers, fucking homeless dog commercial. It's always dirty. On the eyes isn't that all of them? God damn it. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I ever remember from those dog those dog commercials, they are always dirty, and one's always got a googly eye. One's always got a shit eye. Like, <laughs> it's usually just a pug. It's, it's like just flashing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one eye's bugged out, or it's like glassed over because it actually has like glaucoma or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's a oh okay. Ten percent of your donations will go to feed these. Sad, sad starving only animals. Only ten percent. The rest of it goes in my pocket <laughs> yeah. because I had to make the commercial. Yep. And be a millionaire because I'm Slayer McLaughlin. Slayer <laughs> McLaughlin. I, there's a really good SNL skit about that too. Oh yeah. Slayer? Well, it's about uh, uh, the poor poor African communities. Oh, that's like, another good one. Just thirty nine cents. And a then, lot like, of people in the have background, done that, all the all like the, the the SNL characters are like, why are you just asking for thirty nine cents? Why don't I ask for a whole dollar? <laughs> and they're like, all you need is thirty nine cents. Because that's all these people need. Yeah, and they're like, why don't you just ask for a dollar? <laughs> like, by that's the end just, of it, they hold the guy hostage. That's just like the first few episodes with uh, Starvin' Marvin. Yep. Always oh, so yeah. 
Yeah. She was always eating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think we should just end the podcast here because we're at quite a long yeah, I could podcast eat. episode. I'm pretty, That's fine. pretty hungry and tired. We know you're tired because you now have a puppy. Did you like the story I made for you? Did yeah, you I think amped my about having a dog? favorite one was the mountain bike dog. Where he just went to the street and uh, stood on his hind legs waved and waved down, yeah, yeah. waved somebody down. Yeah, yeah. it's probably the, the most creative. Um, I I think the most the most heroic one for me was the three dogs that killed the suicide bomber. I think the most heroic was the the one dog finding two bombs. That one was good too. I say most heroic only just because how far apart were those bombs and how many people could have been killed by those right. bombs. I mean, suicide bombers kind of the same, but Similar. two dogs died, which sucked. And it was three against one, as opposed to just one dog finding bombs. True. Yeah. And he was well trained. And he's well trained. Yeah, those were strays. Yeah. Uh, also, Max. They also might have just been hungry. Who took know. bullets for his owner? That guy was. Oh, the shield. Yeah, the actual dog. the guy who used his dog as a shield. Yeah, the guy sucked. Well, he didn't use the dog <laughs> as a shield. The dog jumped to the attacker. Yeah, but then he got the name the shield, so now he's going to use him as shield. Yeah. Yeah, it gives him the. It gives the idea that he's just going to throw his dog. Bad decision. <laughs> but Max never but his actually killed were anyone. Idiots, so that works. Yeah, Max never killed anybody, and his attackers True. were dumb. True. So that's the end of episode forty-five. A hostile gentleman, maybe forty-six, maybe forty-four. I don't know. What Something number. like that. Some number. So for this mm. episode, I got cut. We'll see what happens next episode. <laughs> maybe next episode we'll get back to normal. We can all tell stories. One Did day. You, do you want to say your intro to, so we know what we're in for? Oh, you want to you want to know what you want to know what you're in for for oh, next week's it. episode of Hostile Gentlemen. If it happens next week, we might have to push it again. For what? I don't know. Oh, your story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the recording will be done next week. I did that to myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if I start next week, we'll be kicking it off with the gangster Dutch Schultz. And his $150 million buried treasure in upstate New York that has not been found yet. Ooh, we got a mission. Ironically, I'm going to New York in two days. Yeah, well, you got to go upstate to find this one. Maybe I'll just do that. There you go. I'll, I'll give you all the details of the basic location of where they're going. Hmm. Duluth, New York. But Dutch Schultz, pretty badass dude. Good Sounds name. sweet. Yeah. Oh, he had to make that name. I'll tell you his real name. It's funny. <laughs> Webster. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. As usual, feel free to comment below yeah. for uh, Adam's finger problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can follow him. Carotene. You can yeah, follow tell him, him tell at him about Captain Nags to find too his... too many carrot problem. You can look at his dog adventures on at Captain Nags on Instagram. With dogs. With dogs. Yeah, they disappear. And you but... can find me on Instagram and TikTok now. At Dr. Really happy about Dr. Underscore Hodge. Please follow me on TikTok because you will see a bunch of cool adventures and I will be famous soon. And then yeah, and you if can, you guys start following me, I can stop hearing about it. You can be part of the experience of the rise of Dr. Hodge. Not his penis. Yeah, I'm basically I'm forming it so it'll become a movie soon. Unless you want to see the rise of his penis, then you can actually just... You can get on his OnlyFans. Only just shoot right in his DMs. I have all the links if you need it. Yep. Uh, but thank you for listening. I have an artist. For, oh, you can't find Dave anywhere. That's why we just don't even plug it anymore. Yeah, I'm still. I'm just yeah. here. Yeah, he's just, he just has a voice. So if you want to find or talk to anything related to what I say or what I do, you can message our 
Hostile Gentleman Facebook page. We, you have to middleman it, yes. And then, of course, Nagy will answer all the questions, and then I'll just go, yeah, that sounds good. Yep. And fucking hit us up for advertisements, because it's getting real hard for me to keep coming yeah, up with Adam products. and Eve. Adam or Eve. Last week was a real big struggle for me to make these ads, so please give me actual products to advertise. Yeah, I'll talk to Eve. By email. Later on. Yeah, hit up, hit up Eve, Adam. Yeah, you should. What were we trying to sell them? They sell no, sex toys. We're, have, we're selling their sex toys. Yeah. I thought we had our own invention. No, we we're going to sell them. Yeah, we can't talk about it on air because that's how our inventions get stolen. Yeah, like oh, all just like did a whole thing about stolen right. inventions. Yeah. Uh, so I do have a band this week that I just pulled out of and my And then we ass. wouldn't get the Nobel Prize for sex toys. Not for peace. Uh, this is not off their new record. They do have a newer record. Sex toys do help with peace. They do. I only have uh, their first record on here, but they do have a new record out, which is also very good. What you got? It's a band, Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel. Yeah, I have no idea what you said. That's like Chevelle. Admiral Sir Cloudsley Chevelle. You just still, still don't catch any of that. It is a British rock and roll band that fucking rips, signed to Rise Above Records. It's like, same thing as Uncle Acid. As opposed to Rise Below? Sure. Okay. Good rise above. Good uh, rise above. <laughs> uh, Uncle Acid made that record label famous. All right. But it is a really fucking cool band. You guys are going to dig it. The song's called You Got What I Need. You got what I need. And you say he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. That is not the song, but we can keep that going. Okay. <laughs> Next time in the special <laughs> part episode 48. Yeah, we're going to have a, whatever episode it is. We'll be a trio. All right, cool. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Turn me on just
shot to fly until next time. 